All right, what's up, man? So we're, we're, we're rolling and we're starting, you know, James is going to be on in a minute, but I, uh, I thought since James isn't really involved in the fighting scene, we would talk ahead of time. Oh, yeah, fuck. You know what? I was actually watching some Chow stuff right before and I was like, oh, I want to talk to you about it, but I'm like, oh, it's not really the appropriate place. No one cares on the podcast. Fuck it. Well, I care and James is not here, so let's talk about it. What did you see? What did Chow say now? Uh, him and Ariel had a fight um, on Ariel and the bad guy about John Jones and, and Garnu. So, like me and you, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh no, no, let's not fight. We are okay. So, for everyone, that's okay. Just, our wait, our fight is not going to happen because I want to talk about something different. You think John Jones is a goat? I think it's he's he's he is but isn't. Let's leave yeah. that argument aside. Because yeah, 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 yeah. Because we got into it <laughs> on Saturday night. We got into yeah, it back and yeah. forth for a long time. I think that I'm just going to say this one thing. I think John Jones was a better fighter when they weren't testing as hard for steroids. I think they were better fighters when they're not testing for steroids. Yeah, exactly. That's my point. So when you take put them all on an easy, even plane, I feel like John Jones' performances after testing are not as dominant as before testing. Okay, but let's just put them all on steroids and then let them fight. Yeah, I'm for that. That's great. But then go. Yeah, but that's not what's been happening. That's not what happened. Well, we don't well, know. Fra- Fra- Francis was born with some genetic trend in him. Like it's already in there. <laughs> like it's cheating. He's I, already. Anyway, so that's a. I'm sure that's an age-old argument. John Jones, record-wise, is definitely the goat. <clears throat> but. The argument, uh, the, the reason I brought it, brought it up is not to argue that. The reason I brought it up is because he's being a bitch. Oh, is he? I think so. They offered him, I just saw the thing they reported, they he, they offered him 8 to $10 million to fight. No, no, no. He said, apparently, oh, supposedly, this is all like... Yeah, yeah, whatever we're, he's and, putting and out there. John Jones is being like Donald Trump on Twitter, right? He's first just of, fucking first of all, the, the fact that he's negotiating it all publicly is really That's, immature crazy yeah, yeah but and i and i'm i'm hard on john jones right you yeah like yeah. john jones is my he's I my know. ronnie i got ronnie and john jones right <laughs> so <laughs> my ronnie <laughs> but yeah if this is fucking stupid he should definitely not be doing this but so what i've heard is he spoke to them and said if you're thinking about offering me eight to ten that's not going to be high enough it's got to yeah. be he so he went in early and, and stopped them from even offering that and now they've just kind of gone away. And I think, to be honest with you, trying to call Dana's bluff is a bad idea, right? Because he's he's going to lose. As they, he, he's too stubborn. He won't give in. Yeah, but he's stubborn for good reason. Because in my opinion, and maybe this is because I'm a company man by nature, I don't. Nobody's bigger than UFC. Think about no. all the think, think about all the superstars that have come and gone, and the UFC continues to grow. The the problem is, I think it's pretty so so when john jones was in his like the, the height of john jonesness right conor mcgregor hadn't been yeah around yeah. so he hadn't set that bar high so no one knew to, to to take it there so now that's happened john jones is going well fuck this i want what well, i want a piece of this action yeah but there's a difference man when you prove like i think conor mcgregor has something like four of the five top records for pay-per-views yeah, agreed. When you when you prove that you can put asses in the seats, then you deserve the money. John Jones only has one big pay per view, and that's with Daniel Cormier. Or I mean, Cormier, however you say it. So that's why it's a, it's, it's pretty. Nobody likes I mean, watching John Jones. Like okay, but 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 regardless, 
him versus Francis does big numbers. Whether he does anything, like yeah, but why not? But why not? Okay, but why wouldn't you say this? I know it's going to do big numbers. I don't want big money up front. I want a bigger chunk of the pay per view. That way, at least it's fair. You're saying, okay, I'll take the eight to ten, but instead of getting five percent of the pay per view, and that's a hypothetical number. I don't know what they get of the pay per view, but instead of getting five percent of the pay per view, I want twenty. Or ten or fifteen or so. That way, that way, it's like what, it's directly related what, to your what you're. That's bringing. what Ma, that's what Masvidal did. Yeah, that's right. And I, and Masvidal I think that's, said, Masvidal said, "I don't want a big guarantee. I want a big. I want a big piece of pie at the end." Yeah. And I think that's uh, I think that's a more fair way to do it. And the reason Connor is different is because Connor demonstrated time and time again that him just being in the building is like going to break. Like if John Jones could demonstrate that every time he fought it was going to be record-breaking numbers, then they would probably give him the money. I think his numbers have been pretty consistently good. They're not record They're good, but they're not... Like, when they... I, what do they consider good? Like, over a million pay-per-view buys, right? Like one, one to 1. 1.5 is good, yeah. Yeah, and his are consistently under, except for the Daniel fight, the DC fight. Yeah. That's why they're but, saying... But but this will do too, comfortably. Right, come on. That's gonna, true. I 100% agree with you. But I, I think that's he, that's what he's... His argument is, I don't need to prove anything. It The... The two of us together in a is gonna pull in every fucker to watch it, right? Right, but the coach so, is like uh, Winkle John saying, like, "Oh, he alluded to fifty million." I'm like, <laughs> "You're not getting fucking fifty. Get out of here, man!" You know, and then and then the other thing is too. This kind of almost goes to Dana's point of maybe he doesn't want to fight Francis. Maybe he's nah, he does. maybe he's not. Done. I don't want to say scared, but maybe he knows it's going to be a real challenge. And he's like, and he has a. Well, he said he said that it's going to be the hardest fight of my life. Yeah, and he has a chance of losing that perfect record. I know he has the one disqualification, yeah. but he has a chance of losing that perfect record. So maybe he's like, it's got to be worth it. I don't think he's dodging the fact that it's going to be his hardest test yet. But yeah. I think that's why he's asking for the most. He's like, hey, I've. Gave up. He he gave up the fucking belt. Whether you want to say the, the Reyes fight or whatever. So yeah. he had the belt. He was. Yeah, going, yeah. He gave it up and said, "I'm going up, regardless of who wins against Stipe and Ngano." He said, "I want the next." So he wasn't yeah. dodging anyone. I don't. I don't think he's dodging. I just think it doesn't look great when they're like, "Hey, we'll give you ten million dollars if you can't negotiate a better term." You know, like like I said, do what Masvidal did. Say, you know what? I know I'm yeah. going to bring two million pay per view buys. I want more of the pay per view. I, I think he's also reluctant because what I think is if they give him that big payday, I think John's planning for it to be his final fight, right? Yeah. I think he wants to go up, win, and fuck off. Well, he hates that, right? Because George St. Pierre did it and he got pissed off with. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't want to give you a big enough payday that you go, I don't need you anymore, like Khabib's done. Like it yeah. pissed him as well as as good as Khabib is. It's annoyed Dana that. Well, because his it leaves. Because it, it leaves the next champion not as valid. Right, exactly. Because <clears throat> because so, everyone's always going to be like like if Chandler wins the belt or whoever you know like uh, what's his name Oliveira okay, wins the belt, they're going to be like, well, Khabib's better, and there's no way to prove he isn't. Yeah, exactly. So so it kind of fucks them. So I do understand that, but I don't think John Jones has alluded to retirement though. No, but I think if he gets paid fifty fucking million and he fights Francis, and it'll be harder to gonna, get him back. Yeah, it, yeah. it'll be a drawn out fight. It'll be like the Stipe first fight, right? If John yeah. wins, it'll be like the first. Stipe fight, which will be, I don't really want to do that again, even for another 50 million, you know? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because the chances yeah. are, the chances are Francis lands one shot on him and bings him, right? Yeah, that's what I want to see. 
so 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 you go say so, say so, hypothetically he wins the first five rounds and wins the title. He's got to give Francis a rematch, so he's got to go ten rounds with a fucker. Yeah, no, that's right. No. I, want, no. I still think I still think he's been a bitch. I still think I don't know asking for fifty million dollars when you haven't de- demonstrated that you can put the asses in the seats. Is uh the other the other thing as well because he actually said this himself is that my two brothers are Super Bowl they won Super Bowls and yeah. then cashed in after um, and, and got big paychecks the money in the NFL is different but so he's think about it this way he's two older brothers I mean they're good but they're not the greatest of all time like in their yeah, field but, but I hate he's this o- argument he's over here. no no I'm saying from his mentality he's going I'm a fighter over here. I'm the greatest of all time, all time yeah. and I'm getting and I'm getting paid peanuts compared to my two brothers. Okay. Who dick, dick, you know what I mean? Okay. He's, I think he's looking at it that way, which is wrong. That's it's a wrong. horrible way to look. It's kind of like when, um, you know, even in 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 some other sports, like in soccer, for example, that that female soccer player came out and said, "We should get paid the same thing as the men." And I'm like, nobody's watching your shit. Yeah, like. The reason people get paid more is not because they're men or because they're football players and not fighters. It's because on seats. Yeah, who is watching? Like, I'm sure I'm sure Phil Heath could make the same argument. Yeah. I won seven fucking Mr. Olympias. How come I'm not getting paid what Mike Tyson gets paid? I'm like, because eight thousand people are watching you versus eight million people watching Mike Tyson. Like, it's not it's not rocket science. If nobody's watching, nobody's get nobody gets paid. No, I, I agree with you, but I'm saying that I think that's where he's got this. But that's a, but that's a horrible mentality. You, there, you know, football, football is like 80,000 people pack the fucking stands and millions and millions of people watch. Plus they have TV contracts. Plus they have like major but, but sponsors. Merchandise. Merchandise. That goes I mean, back into that. Yeah, yeah. All that money goes back into the player's salaries. John Jones doesn't have any of that. Why no? He fucked it all up by with the hit and run and everything. Yeah, else, not right? to <laughs> drop drop by Nike, drop by this one, drop by that. That's what I'm saying. Like even even if he was squeaky clean, he wouldn't have all those eyeballs. So that's a really really dumb argument. It should. Anyway, sorry, James. Me and Ben were talking. Right. Me and Ben were talking fighting. How much was he asking for? What is it? What is it? Like, what's he asking for? The rumored number, I guess, and it's not none of this is concrete. But he's trying to negotiate. First of all, he's making a horrible mistake of negotiating his contract on Twitter. So that's a dumb fucking thing to do. Um, but he's because try- he's trying to get the public. I know what he's doing. He's trying to get the public oh, yeah. on his side, right? Yeah. So like, give him like, this. Give him that. Yeah. Everybody feels sorry for me, so they pressure the UFC. Yeah. And then <laughs> yeah, but do you know what he said? He said eight to ten isn't enough. I spent. The last 10 years as the lightweight champion getting two million a fight. Yeah. To most to the general public, don't tell people you're getting paid no. two million a fucking fight. <laughs> no. no. There's no yeah. sympathy. There's no. fuck all sympathy yeah. once you tell someone you got to pay two million for anything. Yeah, nobody's gonna feel so anyway. James John Jones is the best fighter of all time if you don't watch fighting at all. Yeah, I've seen him. And yeah. he's he's asking for apparently he's asking for around 50 million or something like that. They're offering eight to ten million. But the problem is, this is this was my point to Ben is in in fighting they get pay per view people when they buy the pay per view, the champions get a percentage of the pay per view buy. So he's asking for all this money up front, and what he should be doing is saying, "I'll take the eight to ten million, but I want a bigger percentage of the pay per view buy." Yeah, that way it's directly results of how many people watched. If if three million people watch the pay per view, then you're going to get three million. You yeah, and then it's and it's down to you then to hype the fight, like to make that's it right. more because it's within your interest because you'll make more money. 
He's asking for guaranteed money, and I think that's the that's the problem. Yeah, I think that's that's the that's the whole yeah. part. Anyways, how are you, James? Decent man. I, don't, I went to bed late. I went to bed at two a.m. Was uh, playing PlayStation when I. Is that taking over <laughs> your life or what? <laughs> There's nothing else fucking going on. <laughs> it seems like it seems like gaming is like a, the, a bigger part of your life than bodybuilding almost. It's like it, it's not because obviously. The bodybuilding is all around the clock, and I I got my the good thing with gaming it can fit because I can eat my meals and game. Yeah, yeah. So during my resting hours, it's like just the perfect thing to do because there's fuck all else to do. Yeah. So and because you know what, like I'm not playing games to play games. I'm playing them to polish a different skill. Yeah. Like I'm trying to make these more useful. Okay. And as weird as that sounds, like there's nothing worse to me than going onto a, a, a game or anything and finding that you are unable with with these. So in my mind, I'm like, I got to train these up, but I need to connect this and this better, and I, I can't be having anyone better than me at this. So I'm I, getting my, <laughs> my coordination. He, he wants to be the Mister Olympia of gaming Co- as well. Of coordination. Yeah. What's that, yes. Mister Olympia yeah. coordination? Yeah, because it's frustrating. It's like imagine like going to the track and field and throwing a discus with your friend, and he throws it really well, and you've got an absolute flitty throw. Like you throw it like one meter, he throws it like ten. You're gonna be pissed off. Yeah, but maybe I, I guess that's the competitive nature in all of us. But yes, but don't you ever just say I'm not good at that? I don't give a shit. No, no, no. If yeah, I want, if I if I want to be good at something, I'm not, I'm gonna fucking drill it. I'm if you want to, it. yeah. If you want to, but what if you're just like I'm? I know I'm not good at that thing. Uh, Fuck it, it. Listen, if it doesn't, if there's no emotional attachment to a reason to be good at, it or I don't care, then obviously I just let it go. But I can't let this one go. Because <laughs> if me and you went to throw a discus and you threw it 50 yards and I it's threw a ten, and I threw a 10, I'd be like. Bah. Let's get lunch. <laughs> it's true, it's true. And, and I'd be the same in that situation. Um, but yeah, just certain things. I think it's just good it's competitive. Yeah. I mean, it's it's does Yannicka freak out or no? Well, she's been playing it as well. She's oh, she's it. playing with you. She's on it all the time now. She's got my 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 PlayStation downstairs, she's playing it at the same time. So is she oh, on she has her own set of headphones and she's on Definitely. and you're on, and you're on a different area of the house. Everything, everything. Are you, on the, are you on the new PlayStation 5? Yeah, I'm on the PS5. Yeah. Are you on the yeah, same yeah. team? Are you on the same team or no? Sometimes. I let her in sometimes when I feel you, like it. Do you talk shit to each other when you're not? I'm quite rude. I get annoyed with her. I get annoyed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like if I see someone and she doesn't shoot him, I get really pissed off. Go ahead, Ben. I was going to say, does she have that luxury where, you know, when someone who's then native tongue when she gets angry does she switch into norwegian and call you a no, bunch of fucking no she doesn't but we because i play with quite a few norwegian people actually so they're probably saying stuff by my back but <laughs> it's amazing it's amazing how much you can actually be really horrible to each other but it doesn't matter because it's a game everyone nobody cares afterwards yeah yeah, yeah afterwards just like that so it's do, great <laughs> do you ever like when you're playing and you get mad at her what after the game is over are you guys fine uh, or does, it, yeah, does it bleed yeah, it does it bleed into your normal life it can bleed in if i it depends how rude i'm being obviously if i'm being really rude because i can be really really rude when i'm playing a game like it, i'm like i'll be like what the fuck are you doing why didn't you shoot that person what's going on with you what's up with your aim and then obviously <laughs> she's like I, i've just started playing i'm new to this and i and i if someone said that to me i'd be really upset so i need to watch what i say See, that's why I don't want to play with you. It's too per- you got to be too perfect. Oh, I can't be like, oh, you prick. Why didn't you do that? <laughs> <laughs> but, but I am getting better at that because, you know, got to be a team player and all that, haven't you? Gotta I think it's hilarious player. that you guys are having like domestic disputes over fucking gaming. It's quite funny. It's, it's another yeah. dimension to my relationship with Yannicka now. It's like we've added another step. Yeah. So 
Um, but yeah, like to the well, listeners, without trying to bore you all, that is what I've been up to. I know it's, you've been seeing it every day, but you know, it is what it is. No, it's not boring. That's what we're doing. Trying to, trying to just. I, I haven't talked to you in a, it's in a week. That, it's better that she's involved with it than anti. Oh, absolutely. Fuck that yeah, like she was. She's on it till like midnight, like most nights. Yeah. I'm like, all right, mate, calm down. So that's why I asked because I'm like, between bodybuilding and gaming, like how much time is left for your relationship if you guys don't do those things together. That's why you got to make it your relationship. That's make what I'm the, saying. Yeah. Make, make, the, make the gaming a massive part of what your relationship is with your partner. Yeah, and it yeah, works. Yeah. And and the bodybuilding, you know, drag her to the gym. Make sure she trains at the same time. Yeah. Get home when I switch on the PlayStation. Make sure she boots up. Yeah. See, this was my this was my argument with uh, Ian when it came to balance because Ian was like, "I have balance. My I Melissa likes going to the gym. Melissa likes doing this. I we like to eat together." And my argument was. You're not really have balance. You just fit everything into your bodybuilding circle. Yeah, yeah. Like the person you have, that you're with, fortunately, is as off key as you are. Yeah, yeah. 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 You just yeah. this is the thing you love. This is bodybuilding. Yeah, yeah. And the way you have balance is not really to have balance. It's to put everything into this fucking little circle, yeah. so it fits for your life. That's what that's what we all do, don't we? Like in our younger years of bodybuilding, we slowly get to that point because we make our days better and better to suit us because we're yeah. selfish bastards. And then by ten years later. We've, we've got everything in our little bubble that we wanted. But, you know, we had to lose some people along the way, but we finally get there. Yeah, you know? I, I don't know if you guys are like me, but I quit jobs. Like, yeah. when oh, I was yeah. in my early 20s, I was like, if it affected my eating or my sleep, I would leave. The, I would quit and I'd go find a different job. Same. I, I, many a time I woke up in the morning for a job and I was like, you know what? Fuck that. I've got to change. <laughs> well, well, we had this conversation yesterday, right? Where I was talking about, I, this yeah. is a horrible situation for me to be in right now. Yeah, yeah. With a baby and a family to have to consider, and all I want to do is be on my own. Like I don't, Steve. I'm not going to say I don't want to be, no, say, no, be no. on my own, but, but everything else annoys me because it's distract. Like it's taking. A, yeah, I feel like yeah. oh, fuck. I can't. I can't be exact. Oh fuck. You know. This it's, is yeah. this is why it's tough. The reason it's tougher for you is because you're getting this focus. And I know you said you were bodybuilding, like you were bodybuilding before, but I don't know if you were bodybuilding with this much focus. I had this much focus when I was 20. So when it's 20, it's easy to like, just walk away from things. But, yeah, you're, no, the, but you're in a position now where the things in your life, are, yeah. you can't walk away from yeah. them. I, I was um, focused. I was focused pretty much up until, so James and I competed in 2017. Yeah. And then I was focused. All the way up to that point, like hardcore, that's when Luke, you know, Luke was yeah. turning pro. Yeah, Everything yeah, yeah. was bodybuilding. There was no fucking, nothing else, right? And then I did my rebound. That's when I started working with Milos. And I was hard, full on then. I was like really switching because the, the British final was giving me a kick on my ass. Then I got sepsis. Yeah, that's right. That took everything. Oh, and I, I started to go, okay, I'm going to take a step back from this. My health, I need to get my life in order, my business. I'm not earning enough money to justify doing this. I need yeah. to. And so I took three, three-ish years where I was kind of one foot in, one foot out. Yeah. And I did a bit but, of traveling, did a bit of this, did a bit of that. And I was able to set up a relationship, get married, start a family. And right as that happened, I got sucked back into it because of yeah. you. I'm blaming you entirely for this. <laughs> and then now I'm here and I'm like, fuck. It's not my like, fault. James I'm like James introduced you to Patrick. It's not my fault. Yeah. Well, I'm like, no, 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 no. I don't did I introduce you to I don't think I introduced you to Patrick. Well, he started working with Patrick after you did because he saw your results. Do you know what? I just can't remember. I can't remember who the yeah, you, I to. maybe I did. I can't no, no, remember. that's exactly what happened. 
James is probably a, a huge influence in drawing my awareness to who Patrick was, yeah. I guess, in the first place. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, I said this to James uh, in private, where I was like, you know, seeing what, because I know how James has been for the last 10, 12 years. Yes. And then seeing, changed, and, I've but, seen yeah. the, and I've seen the coaches he's worked with who are up here, right? And they didn't quite do what has happened in the last two years. Mm-hmm. Let's make sure. Let's make sure we preface this as one thing, though. The coach and the client have to blend, right? Yeah. So it's not like like me and Patrick, for example, we don't fit. Like it's a weird puzzle, right? Mm-hmm. Me and John fit like fucking. We're just perfect. So I, if, I just want to make sure we clear that so that people don't. Oh, go- look! I'll have I will have clients who or even think I'm amazing and we just click. And I'll also have another set of clients and, and clients I don't coach anymore who I gave the same serve, like exactly yeah. the same effort yeah. to yeah. and attention to probably more because they were, things weren't quite working and they'll probably think I'm a horrible coach. Yeah, yeah. I think it's more methodology. So everyone has good methods. It's just what methods suit the client. That's right. Um, and then, you know, a client can run a certain method for a while and not see the same results as, as such and such. And it's just chance. It's genetics. It's it's like it's it's all the things that are sort of a little bit out of control, of out of your control. That are the things that make those things work. So every coach I've ever worked with is a fantastic coach. Just that the pieces of the puzzle, like you say, there didn't quite fit the same as with Patrick's sure. methodology. You know, it's funny. I know we're we're off of the uh, the balance conversation we we're having earlier, but yeah. there's a there's a emotional element I think that people Very don't much. people don't talk about. Yeah. Your coach. I always tell people you have to have your coach on a pedestal. That might be the wrong way to say it. I think it's have, true. You have to have like full respect for your coach, but you and your coach always almost, you know, the coaches that try and not have a relationship with their client. I don't know if it works as well as coaches that have some type of relationship. They don't have to be like best friends, yeah. but have some, cause as an athlete, you kind of want to please your coach. So if Absolutely. you're not, if you don't have that emotional connection with your coach, then you're not going to work as hard for them as you would Absolutely. otherwise. It's, well, it's entirely that. I, look I at other that. sports. Go ahead, James. Sorry, Ben. I was just going to say, look at other sports. Like the coach relationship with the client and the athlete is usually very tight. Like, yeah. Just go and watch Karate Kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a great example. Because <laughs> that, that, that is like, when I used to watch people do track and field and like, you know, whether it be sprinting, hurdling, their coach was always really, really tight with them and cared a lot. Yeah, well, and they cared about the coach. Yeah, I think of I think of football coaches, and not I don't know about soccer. Like I don't know about uh, football. Yeah, same as well. Football in Europe. Yeah. I mean, football in America <clears throat> is. Um, I remember being in high school, and your coach is almost like a father figure, yeah. and you want to play harder for that coach. Yeah, and it's almost you know when you and your coach get along, you want you almost want to work harder for them. So yeah. I feel like, and I had that, I had that connection with John. Like when me and John first started working together, he was definitely a mentor for me. Yeah. So I wanted to kind of do him proud when I got on stage. And then that, that, is, draws, that draws, sorry, Ben, go, on. go ahead. I was going to say just that you've seen the, the, the Jordan documentary on Netflix, right? Mm-hmm. Where, and then, but, but not Jordan himself, but um, more like Dennis Rodman, right? Where yeah. Dennis Rodman was kind of uncoachable. Yeah. until he fell into that system and actually michael jordan was almost a coach to him as well as the head coach i forget he's, i'm not I've, phil, ja- phil jackson gonna shout me. it's phil, J- phil, it phil jackson yeah uh, uh, but having that right leadership and coach and mentor above the right athlete is really powerful yeah 
Yeah. You know, you know, adds to that that equation as well, which can make it even more strong. Is depending on the person's history. You know, the if the client's it's history, the coach or the client, both. Like, okay. if the if the client has a lack of a figure in their life, then they're going to be more drawn to the figure. Yeah, you know what I mean. So yeah, yeah, yeah. If you've never if you've never had guidance, even on a on a on a on a general level, like yeah. from just a parental level, yeah. when someone offers their services. You're going to be kind of stuck to them, and your and then your passion will be ignited a little bit more than maybe someone else's, just because there has been that absence of that. And the same with the coach. The coach might have certain situations in his life where maybe he's no longer able to see a son or whatever, blah blah blah. Then that's when that's when like the other the emotional side of coaching comes into play as well. Yeah, I think the best example of that is like Mike Tyson. Look at Mike Tyson, no father figure, yeah. and then Custom Auto comes into his life, and Custom Auto almost treated him like a son. And that, not only did you have this physical specimen that was willing to do anything to be the best, but you had such an emotional connection that he wanted to be that person for him. For him. And that's the thing. So, what, what, what drive is more, the, is the drive to be the best in the world more powerful than the drive to be the best for that person that you care about? That's where it's like, that's what's hard. I don't think so, though. I, what, think you, I, don't, I think you have to have, this is the thing. I think people that are destined for greatness have it in them, but they don't know. And I think it may take somebody to get it out of them. Yeah. Right. Like not everybody, I can't say everybody, but like the majority, uh, yeah. when I look at like, if I look at like Michael Jordan, right. It doesn't feel like when I, I don't know the whole story completely, obviously, but what, the, what of the story I do know is it was self-driven and he wanted to be the best and he took it upon himself to be that person. Yeah. But then you look at Mike Tyson and you're like, you had a person that had all the tools, but he would have ended up in jail if it wasn't for custom auto. Yeah, yeah. You would have stayed in jail. So it's like, how do you know what kind of person you are? How do you know if you have that talent if you don't have somebody to expose it? If you don't know how to get yeah, it out of yeah. yourself? Yeah, true. And also, like, I don't know this. I'm not trying to go too deep into it. But what was Mike? What was Mike Tyson's upbringing versus Jordan's? And that would be where I'd, I'd like to see which way the you know the the, the tree branches go because of those factors. Uh, I'm not trying to dive into that, well, but maybe I don't. Was Mike? Did Michael Jordan have? A regular upbringing what was it like yeah well that's actually that's a, yeah. actually a really good point actually to both things is michael jordan from what i know has a, a, a father and a mother that was with him throughout his entire yeah. career pretty much until his father passed yeah. and like well into his career like well after he was already the greatest yeah and uh, mike tyson didn't have a father figure and his mom wasn't a great mom so <laughs> and yet they both became the best but that's why i think maybe that's that's to your point is maybe if you don't have those things to nurture it, you need somebody to pull it out of you. Mike and Tyson's and teach a coach, you. for example. Yeah. So if Mike never came yeah. into the coach, we would never have had the Mike Tyson we knew, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Or or like you're saying, it's the same thing. It's just Michael Jordan had that father figure in his own dad that yeah. was there anyway. Yeah. And so he was he was he already had that driving force. So it's the same scenario. They just want actually to replace it. Actually, that's a great point. Because you know what? If I go back to the doc the documentary with Michael Jordan. He spoke about his brother getting favoritism from his father and his brother, his older brother always being the one that was given the attention and he wanted that attention. So that's kind of what drove him. So it's interesting that you said that, Ben, because if you think about it, I would go back to the original point, which is somebody's got to get it out of you one way or not. Yeah. Whether it's your coach, your father, like somebody's got to pull that drive from you. Yeah. Is there anybody? But it has to be someone. 
like you said, is you have to. I think you put it very well, and you were hesitant to say it, as in put them on a pedestal. You have to think, you have to respect that person. They have to know more than you. They have to, you have to be willing to do anything to, in your head, please them. Because I'm, I'm sure in their mind, they don't care whether you become the greatest, you know, but you have to think that. Well, they do though, but I don't think that matters. That's no, no, they do, but they're gonna they they're gonna love you and you know yeah, love you, love you regardless. Yeah, like it doesn't mean. matter to to them. It's not like the be all and end all. But we or the the person as the athlete or the child has to think that it is the be all and end all to them to make but, them happy. But yeah. but also maybe it is though because if you think of it, custom. Well, actually, I see what you're saying. So he would he would be his he would love that athlete regardless of whether he became the best or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but I think I think you have to see it for them for it to happen. Like yeah, James, like James, believe in them. like James. I'm not sure what your conversations are with Patrick, and you don't have to divulge them. But like when you think of Custom Auto with Tyson, Custom Auto would tell Tyson on a regular basis, "You're going to be the greatest. You're going to be this. You're going to be that," and he would kind of feed that into him. And I don't know if he did it yeah. on purpose as a strategy to boost his own confidence, or if he actually believed it. So either way, either way, it's. Uh, a tool that is necessary, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I'll, I'll speak on how Patrick talks to me because I'm not destined for the Olympia. Yeah, but pa- Patrick talks to me and gives me self belief. Where I'm like, are you sure? <laughs> are you are you looking at the same person? <laughs> yeah, I'll send him my I'll send my things and I'll get a voice note back, and he's like, yeah, just and I'm like, wow, I, and you know that that. It gives me that next okay, this well, okay, let's keep pushing, let's go again. Like, yeah. oh, I got that positive feedback. I don't get complacent, I get fucking driven. Oh, I want that again. Can I ask you guys that now I, that I'm, I'm hearing us talk, does that make us like, does it make us like, like fucking just big apes, like fucking pure meatheads that we need this like other person to? No, it's all- all humans do this, right? That's why social media exists, right? You get a little like, and it, it it's that little endorphin of that, that confirmation, yeah. right? It's that, yeah. it's that little, oh, that feels good, right? So that's why Instagram and Facebook exist, because the whole world is addicted to some positive reinforcement. But it I know what good I, to be told you're doing something right. I know what the devil's advocate argument is going to be. You should want to do it for yourself, not for anyone else. So what do you say to that guy? Where are they now? Look at this. You know, Where are I, I have the best wife on fucking earth. Wait, what's what we got? I didn't even ask. And she just brought me a coffee. That is, see, that's you. why. That's just pure keeper. Did, did oh. she door dash it? <laughs> yeah. Or did she actually go out and get it? <laughs> no, I think oh, she went. So the, this is, you know, we're lazy as fuck here. Like we focus all our energy on work, but I won't skip the dishes or door dash coffee because... This is already like three or four bucks. I'm not going to pay $9 for a fucking coffee. Yeah, yeah, fun, fun. Why don't you just buy like a really good coffee machine? I do. Like I have one. It's still the same. I know. You need that. Yeah, I hear, that. I hear that. There's something about getting the, I don't know. Just, they make it better. I can't make it like this. So anyways. I think, um, I think what we just said now, I think where are those people that just do it for themselves now? I don't think they're successful. I was going to ask you. I was going to ask you guys. I'm like, can we think of anybody who has become the greatest or, you know, even up close to that level without some type of encouragement from someone. No, because even if they say they're not encouraged, encouraged by someone, there's probably someone by closed doors, wife, son, that we're unaware of that they're still doing it for because on their, on their deathbed, they're going to tell you why they did it and it'll be for yeah. someone. 
I've actually said numerous times because I think I said this in one of one of the podcasts and somebody commented and said, you should do it for yourself, bro. I oh. actually, <laughs> fuck off is right. <laughs> no, but I actually like remember specific times being in the gym for a prep when I was dead. Like, you know, like I'd be on the stairs and like blood sugar would be crashing and I'm shivering and like, and I would think to myself, I got to make summer proud. I got to make money. I want to make this career better. I want to create a family. I want to, I want to, I want to, I just wanted more for both of us. Like it wasn't just me. I wasn't just like, Oh, I want to be the greatest fucker. It was always, and you know, and I'm sure, you know, Ben, when you're doing stuff with coaching or when you're whatever you're doing, you're like, you're thinking of your, you're thinking of Phoenix and James, you're thinking of, of Yannicka and you're thinking of Denise and like, these things are all normal. Right. You know, yeah, you know what, you know what's interesting, and I've got the footage on camera. I just, I don't know whether I, I released it. Luke wasn't like that. Wasn't like what? And, and whether he's, uh, Luke was one of these pieces, uh, one of these people that said, "I'm doing it just for me." He's going, "My kids don't give a shit what I do. No one cares about this. <laughs> I'm doing it. I'm doing it for fucking me. You but think you, I'm getting on stage for my fucking kids? You're you're insane." Do you think? I still, I, I still think deep down, though. Yeah. I still think deep down that. Do you know what? The, 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 so. I think, and I, here's what I think. And, career and this, is, this is what I mean. He found a way to provide for his family. And that's different. Now, now that gives him. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah. But wait a minute. Doesn't, in, in his eyes, his child, you know, his children didn't really give two shits whether he stepped on stage or in his pants or not. As he put more, it, about right? provide, more about providing. He could provide a career for himself because his confidence was pretty low on himself. Right. And so now this yeah, was a yeah. way to do that. So. Yeah. But that's exactly. Okay. You guys were better friends with Luke than I was, but this is, I think where I connected with him. Yeah, good, good. I was, I felt the same, that low confidence thing. Like I have, you know, guys know me. I, I'm not, I'm always harder on myself than anybody else's, yeah. but I don't, I never was, I wasn't doing these things thinking summer's going to be really proud of me when I win this show. Yeah. That never, she don't give a fuck, man. I could be working anywhere. It was more, I want to create a life. And I think that's what Luke was doing. I don't, I, I think I'm hundred percent believe Luke. If he said, I don't think yeah. my son gives a shit about the yeah. state. But when Luke used to talk about buying a fucking house out in the country somewhere. Yeah. This is the way. And raising, you know, I think that's what he was thinking when he was like trying to get those big contracts and trying to, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. But that's what I mean. There's a, it's, it's still doing it for someone else, but it's not because. Like the whole doing it for yourself, to me, the literal translation of that is I want to be on stage. You know that picture of Arnold where he's on stage and the yeah. whole like yeah. that's very egotistically driven if that's what your goal of doing all of this is for. And I think it's much more powerful and more motivating if you have the other, if you're doing it for someone else. I don't think there's anything wrong with either one. I think most I think most people have an element of both. Like, yeah, like, yeah. Like, it's, like, it's ratios. It's ratios. Like, take, like, take Ronnie Coleman, right? I'm sure there's a part of Ronnie Coleman that's like, I'm the fucking greatest. I want eight Mr. Olympias. All of you can suck my nuts, right? But <laughs> I bet you there's. I mean, that's your only thing. If, I, I'm saying, I think that's a weaker uh, path if that's your only. Say, say it's a spectrum, right? And you were all the way down to, I want to be. I get it. There's too many, there's too many hardships for that to keep you going i agree you know? i agree i'm just now, when, I'm when just, those when those stumbling blocks and those walls come the motivation from external becomes really fucking of love and well let me ask it's more powerful I but think. let me ask you this let's take like the greatest greatest right 
do you think John Jones, we were just talking about, or Michael Jordan, or Mike Tyson, do you really think they were like, I got to do this for my kids? Because I don't feel that when I hear them in interviews and stuff. I mean, I don't, maybe no. it's not enough. Maybe it's not enough detail I'm getting from them, but. But, that, but that's what I'm saying. I think, I, I think you're right. I would just from the outside looking in, I think those guys you've mentioned are very much more towards this spectrum, right? Yeah. In which case, but they're also like, and I don't want to just keep falling back on the, they're the, they're the exception, not the rule. But I think for the vast majority of people, we'd need something a little more than yeah. just that to keep us going. That's no, where they, that's where, that's where these guys are unique specimens. But wait a minute. That's why see, this makes it even more interesting to me now, because maybe to be the ultimate greatest that we're talking about, those guys we're talking about, maybe you have to be that fucked where you're like, this is for me. I don't give a fuck about anything else. Yeah, maybe, yeah, yeah. but, maybe. but, or, or they're, just raw genetic talent combined with that allowed them to yeah. get all the way to the top with it, you know? Yeah. 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 Dorian seemed like he didn't really give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, he, I mean, didn't he get, I mean, he got divorced and stuff too. I mean, exactly. He, he, was, he was just like, ah, probably. March on. But is it with a view to, I don't know. I don't have many other options other than this. I can see a path to, I think uh, it was a desperation almost, like because it's like his eggs, like he was said, it was that like he put his eggs on one, one egg, basket. One egg, one, yeah, one egg, one basket. Yeah. But the, if you don't, because I know a lot of people in any career that if they don't, if they don't become successful in that one thing they're doing, they're not, they don't really have many other options going. You know, especially yeah. particularly some of these high level athletes, especially bodybuilding then. Right. Yeah. 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 It's like you, you, you know, didn't have social you, media. You didn't have other outlets to make money. Like you couldn't sell other things. You had to yeah. literally win the show. You had to be good or else nobody cared about what the fuck you were selling. Yeah, and, yeah. and it's like, to that point, if the only way you could make money was to become the absolute best, not just be one of the good guys, right? Yeah. You couldn't yeah. be in, it wasn't like, oh, top 10, top 15, you're okay, you, you're getting paid. Yeah. yeah. Man, it didn't fucking matter. Well, at the time, fuck it. Unless you're a weeder athlete, you probably weren't making good bank. Yeah. And the weeder athletes were the top six, top eight. You know what I mean? So it's an interesting discussion. I don't know, man. It's like, at what point is selfish too selfish? And at what point is it okay to not be selfish because you need the exterior to keep you motivated? I think it also changes with age. Like your younger True. years, True. you're much more running off of the internal motivation of being good. And then yeah. in the later years, when you're introduced to other things in life, other people, other elements, owning property, whatever it may be, things that you are now in control of, the more you have under your you know, the more that you have to hold up, the more it becomes about protecting the things you have. Do you do you think nowadays people are driven to become turning like everyone's now that like turning pro is the thing, right? Mm. And do you think that their their view of it? And obviously, I think we are a bit more aware because we're in the industry. But as an amateur coming up, certainly I thought maybe ten years ago. Once you turn pro, everything falls into place and everything and your whole lifestyle becomes justified. We, we spoke about this, right? As an amateur, my lifestyle beforehand wasn't justified. Yeah. I'm still an amateur now, but my business and career is completely revolving around bodybuilding. So my income justifies my lifestyle. Yeah. 
do you think a lot of bodybuilders are trying to become pro obviously so they can they can justify the lifestyle right because trying to hold down a good career and be a successful bodybuilder is really fucking hard i don't know you know i i wonder sometimes now when i look around the landscape how many people want to do this as a career or how many people want to do it because it's a popular thing to do like i i got into bodybuilding because i wanted to earn a living training it wasn't because I want to be Mr. Olympia. I was like, I love being in the gym. I just want to do this and get paid to be here. Yeah, yeah that, that's what and, I'm asking. Yeah, and I, but I, there's going to be a period of your life where it's not going to make sense. And turning pro and starting to earn a check is when all that previous time made sense. But you never know that until you put that shitty time in. Right, but here's, here's what I'm saying. And this is back in the early 2000s, and the nineties for sure, that would have made sense. Cause when you turn pro, you did get those you got a check, contracts, yeah. right? Yeah. You got, yeah. and, and you'll know now as a business owner that, okay, just getting a, just being a pro doesn't, yeah, doesn't. guarantee you shit. No. And actually no. over here as an, like you can be earning money, whichever way you want to be. But actually a lot of times now turning pro doesn't guarantee you no. anything at all. No, not at all. And so, so, so like I, like I said to you, those three years that I had after 2017 where I'm like, ah, I can't justify the lifestyle because I'm not my career. I need to focus on business. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I can't, I can't do the two. I'm, I'm one of these people, like I said, I'm a hundred percent in. So at that point I'm like, well, uh, if I turn pro, I'm probably not going to guarantee, it doesn't guarantee me a check anyway. So what the fuck am I doing trying to chase that down? I need to be a bit more sensible. And I had to take that step out yeah. But then that's like the, what you said, balance. Do you go all in and try and really achieve it? Well, you, but there's a difference. But there's a difference with you, Ben. You did go all in and you, there was a point, there's a point in your life where you were like, you made a calculated decision. You're like, I don't, I don't look like Luke. I don't look like James. Maybe this isn't, maybe I shouldn't be putting all my eggs in this one basket, but you gave it, you know, four, five, six, seven years before you made that decision. Yeah, true. But what I'm saying is there are some guys that go all in yeah, and they win their pro card. Yeah. And then it still doesn't happen for them because yeah. there's there 400 is. people that turn classic well, pro last year. Most of the British guys. Most of the, like, like, you know, like, no, like James Llewellyn and guys like that, Lee Powell. Like, they're really good pros, really good, but there just wasn't anything for them. Yeah. No, I, I think a lot of it is innovation. A lot of it is luck. You have to you strike the right thing at the right time. Yeah. Maybe, I think our maybe. scene. I think our scene didn't have uh, the bodybuilding scene didn't have the two twelve at the time when these guys first turned pro. Yeah, you know, like it was. I think they missed out on a great opportunity that wasn't around as well. I want to go. Them. I want to go back to something James said, which is yeah. uh, age has a lot to do with it. And I'm just noticing now in my life, it's not just age; it's also choice of career, because I think it's more the beginning of something. It doesn't matter how old you are, because for example, like when I was in my let's let's say my twenties, right. We already talked about it. If anything got in my way, I was like, get the fuck out of my way. You're not worth it. I just want to be a bodybuilder, right? And then there was a period of time from 30 to 40, I think, where I was like, okay, I can manage some other things as long as they fit into my bodybuilding career. Yeah. Now there's business. And I'm like, I feel like I'm that 20-year-old guy again, but in terms of my business. Like mm-hmm. nothing, like you guys saw, like last week we took a fucking week off the podcast and I had a fucking meltdown. Yeah. I was like, what are we going to do? We didn't do the, <laughs> like, it's just, there's work, work, work. And then like friends want to get together sometimes. And I'm like, I can, I got a podcast. I got this, I got meetings. 
So I feel like I'm, my age is not relevant. It's more that are when you're starting something. Yeah, yeah. Because at, the, because at the start, it takes all of your effort. It's that right? development cycle of things. You know, where you are in that development cycle, how far through it are you, how established is it? Because yeah. you still got lots of things taken off the ground. But you're, you're still in a young position of this company where you have lots of ideas. And that's going to, the more ideas you have, the more energy is required in order to launch these ideas. Yeah. So time but is ideas, time be, is energy. It's going to be never ending though. Because no. say, say Hostel gets to, say you can snap your fingers and then at the end of this year, you've done 100 million dollar turnover, right? Yeah. That's I'm, kind of like, not end goal, but that's like, but, oh, we've, we've on, made I, it, right? If that happens, I'm on, I'm on a yacht and you guys can like, fuck yeah, off. Yeah, no, no, no. Okay, you'll be on a yacht, but you'll be planning your next thing. Because you'll be like, okay, that's good. No, no, that's no, but not, wait, but wait, no. you, you misunderstood what I was saying though. You're right, but so am I, because what we're saying is this. Like I said, in bodybuilding, there was 10 years where nothing mattered but bodybuilding. Then when I felt like I was successful and I was making money, there's another 10 years where you could start to have a little bit of balance. You could start to go out to some dinners. You could start to go so, go on vacation here and there. You could start to add some other things into your life. With the company now, I'm back at 20 years old for bodybuilding. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. I don't want to go on vacation. I don't want to miss anything. I don't want to miss a meeting. I don't want to, but there'll be a point where we get to, whatever number it is where I feel comfortable enough to take a vacation, take a couple of weeks off the podcast, take like this kind of, you know what I mean? Like there'll be a time where I can take one step back sometimes. You know what it's I mean? It's almost like you live multiple lives. Like you've, you've lived the body, like you've lived your bodybuilding life to a certain point. Mm. Then you were reborn as a businessman. Yeah. You know, and it, it's the same, that, that amount of energy that goes through those nurturing periods of becoming that thing yeah. are very heavy. Yeah. And you're in that stage again, like you say, you're in that stage of like you were in your 20s for a bodybuilder, but all energy had to go towards that in order to be great at it. It's yeah. the same with being business. You're in business. Yeah. You want to be the best at it. You're going to have to do fucking hours. But I think, and I, but I don't people say that anyway, that everybody has three big careers in their life. I don't isn't know. That, isn't, I don't that know. Kind of, isn't that kind of the saying? That there's like yeah, three if, phases of your life that are like, they kind of. the case, that's, that makes a lot of sense. Because that's what I've Should always heard. My first one. You guys are still in the first one, as far as I like. As far as if I if I'm looking at you from the outside in, yeah, yeah, I'm setting up my second one as we speak. Yeah, yeah, you guys are still in phase one kind of thing, unless 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 your adolescent years are phase one and that's phase two. I don't know, but yeah, I always was told that you have three big careers in your life, and I consider bodybuilding the first, business the second. I don't know what I'll do for my third, maybe porn. Listen, there'll be some good shit. There'll be the third will be the best one. I think the second. Nah, I think third. Third will be chill. You know what? I don't think there's going to be without going too crazy. Look at knock on wood. There is a third one. All I'm going to say is this. I don't think I'm going to have any regrets anywhere because I feel like I haven't done anything in my life that I'm not proud of. Exactly. That's what I mean. He's going to be on, he's going to be on his yacht with a bunch of McDonald's franchises. That's the third. That's the third. (laughs) Mate, listen, get into Imagine that. There's going to be, there's going to be a McDonald's on the yacht. That's, Hey, that's the secret. That's what they all do. All my like, you know, my mates over here. What's, what's the secret? What's the secret? Man? What's the secret? Oh, franchising, franchising. They got they got KFCs. They're chilling. I, I know what your next. I know what your next one is. I know it. What? It's kebab house. You open a hostile gym, hostile headquarters in Dallas. I want hostile kebab house. <laughs> I, don't, I think you could make a mean shish i could see it yeah yeah i don't know man it's um it's fine you know what it's i it's fucking weird you know i'll say this there have been really heavy lows 
and really, and I'm sure you guys have felt it, right? Like when you're starting something and, you know, like James, you know, you're a pro now and Ben, you're a successful coach. And it's like, when you're starting something, you're like, you don't know if you're so much doubt. You're like, I don't know if it's worth it. I don't know if I, and then maybe you lose a show. You're like, Oh, maybe I suck. Like there's all these like fucking highs and lows. But then when you look back, you're like, okay, it was all worth all the effort. I'll be honest. I had a moment a few years back where I was like, okay, I've got to maybe shift careers. Like I've got to start over because I'm, I'm coming up to 30 maybe. And if, if I need to start a career and work my way up the ladder, I might need to do that now rather than wait another four or five years of trying to grind and, and, and kind of get myself established, you know? Mm. So my, where people see yourself or me or James now that's a snapshot in time. Oh yeah. That, that is not an indicator of where we've been and what we've been through. You right. think people are scared of the grind? Cause nobody gets anything. When you start something new, nobody gets shit for the first five or 10 years. Yeah. You don't get to feel any pride in what you're, you're not, doing. You're not scared of the grind. You're scared of the time that it would take to do the grind. Cause you don't want to be a, you don't want to be near the end of your life before the grind. Start. Like my fear of starting new things is always that, Oh, by the time I've done it, I'm going to be an older man. Well, that's, that's exactly but wait a minute, but point. wait a second, but wait a second. That's that that's the fun. Like when I think of bodybuilding, right? Yeah. I don't think it doesn't make me happy that uh, whatever level I achieved or whatever money I made is what makes me happy. I think back to my early 20s when I was like just grinding the fuck working some bouncing job and like, you know, I had to pack all my fucking meals and like that part, like the grind is the fun part is what I'm saying. Yeah, it is. It's is. Yeah. I find as I've got older, you're more aware of what how long it takes and how hard it is because you've been through it you've been through it yeah but isn't it, it so, but, but but isn't it fun uh it, I, it, it is but there's also i don't it depends on you as a person isn't it? if you find it fun then you're going to find it always fun i i'm i'm sometimes reluctant to dip my toes into something and work my ass off because of the fear of how long it's going to take really i would have never yeah. thought that of you yeah sometimes I am. Well, how are you able to quell it when it comes to bodybuilding then? Because uh, I'm already so invested. Yeah. Ah, you know, uh, so, you're so, but yeah, but you had to know. Oh, maybe because when you were younger, you weren't scared of taking that risk. When you're young, I didn't know mortality. Like yeah. it changes when you see people pass away, man. Like, That's right. you know, That's right. being an old man, you, you realize that life comes to an end. And those things have, have, have just, just made me on a daily basis when I go to bed at night, made me aware of time. Um, and, and that's why sometimes I'm like, don't be so hard on yourself if you choose to do something that may not be overly productive, but it makes you happy. Yeah. Because yeah. you only have so much life to live. Is that what you're saying? Yes. So you want to enjoy it instead of grinding. Yeah. yeah. Instead of worrying that you have to be at the top of this mountain all the time, because ultimately the only thing you really have is your memories and your, and your, and your moments. You know, that's a valid argument because people would say to me, but you missed out on so much in your twenties. Cause like I had friends who would go on vacation and go to parties and go, and I would skip things all the time. And, if people are saying it to me now, like Paul, like Paul said to me the other day, he's like, why don't you just take a vacation? I'm like, I can't, I can't take a vacation. It's too much to do. Yeah. So somebody might, like you just said, somebody might look at that and go, well, what's, what's that really worth? You're putting all this time in just to reach this pinnacle somewhere, oh. but there, it took you 10 years of your life to get there. But that's why those people aren't reaching yes. the Olympia. They're not. Yeah, but maybe they're, they're but what, up, what, uh, but what, 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 a supplement company that, that's doing too well, you know? But what I'm saying is, like James said, is maybe they're happy having a moderately p- 
paying job that's not at the top of something, but they go out and do something crazy every single weekend and experience life. Oh, absolutely. And this is where this is where that balanced argument yeah. came in. It depends on what your balance is, what you value. Yeah. You value you value the end goal or do you value the the smaller payoffs? Like every month you go on a holiday or every year you go on a holiday, whatever. I think I value I value both because of having seen both within my household. Mm. You know, my mum never had a great paying job, uh, but she had the things that she wanted. You know, yeah. she had a garden that she could nurture. She had a house that she could look after and she had the holidays when she needed them. Um, I, I have achieved more in a financial aspect and a, and a career aspect than my mum ever did. Yeah. Uh, and I'm proud of that. And I know she'd be proud of that. But at the same time, if I hadn't, I don't think I would judge myself for it. I think I would feel content if I had the things that mattered, which I would learned to understand were from the things that were around me as a child, you know. Yeah, that's uh, what I mean. It depends what matters to you, yeah. right? Yeah. And everyone's very different. So for, not to... But no, it's okay. wants, yeah. your, your wants and needs yeah. are seemingly higher than mine, for instance, right? Yeah. But they're not... And so... So you're you're going okay. My end goal might be here, whereas my, yeah, like my end goal might be here, whereas your end goal. I'm like you. But, 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 but also, can I, I maybe Ford might you might sorry Ford. I don't know. No, no, go ahead. It's okay. Ford might like something that has a financial worth, but there'll be something that you have a worth that to someone else has that same financial worth as well. It doesn't matter whether it's money or not. Yeah. Everything, everything is just scaled how you scale it. But I think know? this is where the misconception comes. Right. Into. This is oh, you know that you know the whole flashy food ad thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, I've sort of leaned into it because I kind of like, I like my flashy shit, but this is, this is where the misconception comes into play. So I love, like, imagine, I imagine, like I follow this yacht page. It's called Prestige Yachts. Like I, <laughs> I, I see them come up and I'm like, I want to own one one day. Is, right? it on, is it on Instagram? It's, it's on, on Instagram. Instagram. Yeah, yeah. It's on Instagram. Yeah. So I follow this, this Instagram page and I, you know, I was looking at flashy cars and stuff, but I, I what I've realized about myself is the enjoyment of those things. Why are you laughing? <laughs> I just got I just got a mental image of you seen Step Brothers and you yeah. and Paul on a yacht. You and Paul. <laughs> so listen, no, wait, listen. I've got, I got a point. This is where I'm I'm more normal than it may seem. The enjoyment for me is not the end, right? The end. It's kind of yeah, like yeah. um. This is how I, this is how I can probably explain it the best. When you look at bodybuilding, right? You want to get to the end to win and get the trophy, maybe a check, whatever it might be, right? But the fucking, if you actually think about it, the enjoyment is actually what took to get there. Yeah. So when I, when I, when I, and I'll tell you why, I'll tell you how I know that. When I get to a show after prejudging, if I've done well, I'm usually in my room and I can probably say at least four or five times I've shed a tear. A tear of like enjoyment, of relief, of relief, yeah. of like I reached my goal, all that, and you start to replay like all the minutes on the step mill and all yeah. the fucking fish and all the shit you ate and yeah. all the fucking times you woke up at three in the morning and fucking starved your way. <laughs> like you start thinking about all those things, and that's what makes the trophy worth it. That's why people, when they say, "Oh, you did all that for a five dollar trophy," they don't fucking yeah. understand that it's, it's, it's the symbolism. Feeling, it's the feeling of accomplishment. Yeah. That is worth the five fucking dollar trophy. Yeah. It's not the fucking trophy. So it's, it's, it's looking at the trophy and seeing everything in your mind that got there. That you took you to get. That's right. So yeah, then man. the same thing is applies when I say a yacht or a Ferrari or whatever. Yeah. Me and Summer. Okay. So me and Summer are both like my wife. We're very both like 
homebody, ambitious work. Let's reach this goal. Right. But every once in a while, like over the last year, since we started hostile, every two or three months, we'll take a pause and go, wow, man, look at, we, look at what the last three months was like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those, those are the times that make it worth it. It's not the yacht. It's, it's when you look back and go, look at where we started. Look where we are. And you, when you do that every year or five years or 10 years from now, yeah. you feel a sense of accomplishment and, and success that I don't think anything else can give you. No. Yeah. And adding to that, Let's be honest. It'd be very easy to feel that way if you're sitting in a yacht you bought with your money. <laughs> Let's be honest, guys. <laughs> Listen, that, that, that feeling of achievement and distance traveled. If I was sitting in a fucking yacht and I knew that my own efforts leaped me to that point, of course I'm going to be proud. It will remind me every fucking day why, how, how hard I've worked. It's not why I've worked, but how hard I've worked to get But you, but, that, but that's my point. It's not the yacht. Thing. It's, yeah. No, exactly. It's not the yacht itself. It's not like yeah. that was the end goal. It's just along the way, uh, a memento to make you think about everything that was prior to that moment to get there. A big memento. A fucking big. huge memento. <laughs> but, 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 but then, but then Fred's in his yacht, right? And he's sitting there chilling, he's got a mojito, and then some Russian guy cruises by on a yacht twice. And a massive... <laughs> Soviet warship. Some fucking, uh, with, with fucking... Uh, what, do you, what, do you what do you guys think? What do you guys think? Can you read that? Hardcore team. Yeah. This is the proud member of the hardcore team. What's up? Uh, oh, so this was this was Luke's idea. And I finally decided finally decided to print them. Now I know people are gonna say things, so I'm just gonna make this perfectly clear from the beginning. And I, I wanted to say this because I just want to get it out of the way. Of so the three of us, when Luke passed, we did our best to do a GoFundMe and give everything back to the family that we could. The t- people ask about the t-shirts. Well, are you going to give this and that? And, that? and what I'm going to say is this. Anything that has to do with bodybuilding bollocks tees that is re- in relation to Luke, we are going to give a percentage to uh, a mental health charity of our choice. That's really cool. Because uh, Summer's, Summer's brother also passed um, within the last five or 10 years. So yeah, it's kind of near and dear to both of our hearts. So that's how we're going to address that issue. So please, nobody message me and say, what about this? Yeah. And what about that? That's what we're doing to honor Luke. And I just want to get that out of the way. That's fantastic. My, so, uh, my, my mom's brother passed away after suffering with mental health. So it's something I've, I've seen as well. And I think it's something, mind especially as a company over here, I know a lot of people give to, but yeah, what a cause, what a cause. Excellent idea. Man. Yeah, I haven't, we haven't actually, I don't know if you guys know, or if anybody watching knows of a, I mean, I'm sure there's hundreds, but I don't know the proper charity to donate to. So we're still researching yeah, that yeah. aspect. Here we but, have Mind in England. Mind. I don't know if it's in America. Yeah, Mind is a very, very, uh, very good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's, 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 it's even more relevant in the, the current scenario, right? The current with, world. With lockdowns. And, yeah, definitely. Definitely. A lot yeah. of people suffer. So I just, so. I just want to get that out of the way because people, I know people are going to say, oh, you're making money off of this and this and that. And I'm like, we're giving back. In that scenario. yeah yeah and it's different and if yeah. I ever see anyone making money I, I'm the first to fucking call them out yeah like, I would... I've, I've, I've done it a few times lately I've seen on Instagram people taking the piss and it annoys me so, really eh yeah yeah I fucking hate it I think you should, why you, you you don't own the image you need to fuck off I see and I, I'm saying. sure I'm sure Ben and people have seen it as well I'm like and I and if you are making money then let me just say this to everybody that decides to do it you make sure money a percentage of that money is going to the fucking family or or a cause that or is valid cause. like yeah yeah exactly Okay. Sorry. Anyway, sorry to sorry to change the tone of the conversation. I just 
I know people are going to ask, and I wanted to get that. It's out. important, man. It's important. Yeah, it's so I apologize. Um, anyways, uh, okay, we've been on for an hour. Oh, I've got a question. I've yeah. got a question. Yeah, you've seen. I haven't actually seen it yet, what? but Kong Kong Godzilla. So don't spoil it if you've seen it. But I haven't seen it. it. I haven't seen it. But people in my Twitch was was not giving it good reviews, bro. I'm not going to say anything. But uh, I don't know. Yeah, but now you say that, now I'm going to go in with a bad taste in my no, mouth. No, you can't. You can't. You still go fresh, bro. Like, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter if someone tells you, say it tastes got to go, go fresh, bro. Yeah, bro. Just go fresh. Come on. It doesn't oh, matter. Did you, did, you, did you also finally see that I'm actually, they put my, the scene in the Justice League film that I'm in. What are you talking about? You said that to me earlier. I don't even know what you're talking about. Wait. I haven't seen the new one. So, I'm like, so, so, so is there a trailer? What do you mean trailer? No, I'm. I've got the. I've got the clip on my phone. The guy right, from right, Bodybuilding right, right. and Bollocks put it up. Show it. The guy from Bodybuilding and Bollocks put it up on the Instagram page. Play it. Did, did he? Wait, yeah. Where's this shit? What's going on? So, I don't even, so back. I, do you know, and there's a story. The reason I'm bringing this up is because there's a story about this. Because I'm not a big comic book fan, right? Which is going to piss a lot of people off. But fuck <laughs> you. Um, but Luke obviously yeah, is a fair. major comic book fan. So we got this. Cool, because they filmed it uh, up in Watford, James, right? You know where the studios yeah, are? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they filmed it up in Watford, and Luke was six weeks out from the British when he turned pro. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm sorry to, sorry to interrupt you, Ben. One second. I saw this clip. I don't see you anywhere. Okay, the guy at the back pouring the hot... That guy in the middle there, him. This That's guy? Me. This yep. is you. Yep. How yep. the fuck am I supposed to believe that? It doesn't... Uh, I, that can say uh, that's me. Okay. Uh, I don't know what to tell you. That's still cool, man. Like, yeah, hang on, shit. hang on, hang on. If if it wasn't me, it, I would have picked someone better. That's my shoulder. You see the trap? Look at the fucking trap. That's that <laughs> fucking trap. trap. I'm just wondering why. Fucking, wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Look, 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 this guy looks. Trap. This guy looks way bigger than look, you, man. Fucking trap. Look, I'm flexing. I'm flexing and everything. Look, trap. And that's where me. Was, well, that, that's you. Yeah. Where, where was I that day? <laughs> so oh, hang yeah. on. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. So. This is like, yeah, because this guy. Why is he? James, the guy, James, the guy on the far left here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is yeah, a guy yeah. called? Is a British bodybuilder. Uh, sorry, no, this guy here is a guy called Khan. Do you know this, Khan? This he's guy British here. Bodybuilder. No, no, in the middle. This guy. Oh man. No, next one, next one, next one. This guy. Yeah, this guy. Yeah, there's a guy called Khan. He's a British bodybuilder. Um, you'll recognize him. Anyway, they they put out a thing saying they wanted like some bodybuilding type guys to do this scene right so there's like four or five of us that were amateur bodybuilders we went along i had tattoos so they couldn't use me on this role here so that's put me in the back and cover me up a bit more but they did say they wanted someone on the first day of shooting they said do you have you got any other friends and i was like well fucking luke luke's like, got no tattoo and his fucking head yeah, he's got, he's completely clear skinned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clear skinned. He's got no tattoos. <laughs> clear skinned. Clear skinned. And Zack Snyder was directing us, and I'm like, and oh, he loves me. Luke is gonna get. So I've got the I've got the messages still. I looked at what they were there. I was like, hey man, like they need it's. We did three full days on set just for that one poxy fucking scene. Was he like, I can't because of that? And he's like, he's like, I'm six weeks out from the British. I can't do it. I'm like, fuck but you're going to be in the Justice League film. Yeah, and so film. when they brought out the first one, when they brought out the first one, Zack Snyder had left the production, right? Because he's oh, that scene out. passed away. Yeah. So they didn't use that scene. So we were watching it over there and I'm like, oh, and no, I told yeah. Denise what, I said, oh, my scene is this, I'm pouring the hot lava and, blah, blah. and then it popped up in the screen. She was like, this is your scene. I was like, fuck. Anyway, that's how much, four how hours much, long, don't it? How much you get paid for that? 
Oh fuck! Don't tell oh, me it was free. Like, I think I got. No, I got paid two fifty, like two two hundred dollars. Uh, no, two hundred pounds a day. So three days work. That's all right, uh, mate. This oh, is it's okay. So- okay, but but you turn up at five in the morning. You go and sit there and have makeup and costume. That costume, yeah, took a fucking like chainmail. Was it like chainmail or something? Yeah, and then they had to. I had this big fucking wig on and everything. Right, then you go. You're not allowed your phone, so they, you have to put your phone in the locker. But when you get to the whole fucking set, yeah. And then you have to sit on this bus, like a double-decker bus, and just sit and try and talk to these like, other extras. Yeah, waiting, yeah. Wait, waiting for them to call you. So we did two days where we did that. And they were like, oh, we didn't get time to shoot your scene. Come back tomorrow. That sounds horrible. So, oh, it's fucking miserable. Yeah, that's not really worth it because I can't see you anyway. Yeah, well. <laughs> um, I mean, I think, we need to, I think we need to discuss my contract considering I'm a Hollywood star now. So. <laughs> okay, we'll discuss it. We'll add, we'll add it my, in. My resume, my resume is now bolstered with Hollywood actor. Yeah. James, why do you look more intelligent this week? Is it new glasses? What do you, what do you do different? Yeah, it's my other ones because I've normally got my see-through ones. So I normally like them. I should put them on. Let me see the difference. He, he looks more groomed today. Yeah, something looks different. Like my hair. Ah, the hair is trimmed and the beard trimmed on the sides. It's in shape. Shape. I've got a little bit of hair on top. Look. Yeah, he's got some yeah. left. I think we should all grow a hair out and see how far it'll go. It's that finastro side, man. It's just... Are those the glasses uh, you normally wear? These ones, yeah. Maybe that's why. I'm not used to seeing the black uh, lens. I have been I using finastro. Or the black I've, frame, I've, sorry. I have been using finastro. You have been using finastro? Yeah, don't be sweet. But it's not going to grow back your hair. What's the point? No, but I'm trying to keep it a bit thicker than it already was, bro. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> it's worth a try, isn't it? You know what? I'm going to make a shirt that just says bruv. I love bruv. that. I think it's got to be my favorite, like, instead, instead, of, instead, of, instead of bro or... I always say bruv. I can't bruv. do bro. bruv I always is, say... I like bruv. I like it when James says bruv. But I think bruv yeah. or me. Depends where you're from, because bruv sounds weird depending where you're from. You should, you've got to be like London. Can I Hello, tell bro. you, I was, I was watching Blood and Guts. Uh, Great video. Dude, I, I, I still watch it before training sometimes. So I put it's it on. Best, it's still the best one. I put it on before legs the other day. And I just have to say, there is nobody better than fucking his training partner. Oh, Leroy. Leroy. The Leroy, Leroy's fucking voice and the shit he screams at him. And that fit, fit, fucking, I don't even like people screaming at me when I train. But, yeah. if, he, but if he was with me, I would fucking, I would have been better. Show them. <laughs> I can Love see it. you. I can see you playing that role, James. <laughs> I don't mind. I do a little bit when I train with Louis. I do a little bit of Leroy sometimes. A little bit of like. Do you do it as a joke or do you do it like for like for real? This is a joke, but it's kind of real. You know, it's a bit of both. It kind of comes out. You can't help it. Give me it's a ha- give me a, give me a hack squatting. He says that a lot. Is that what he says? Give me a yeah. hack squatting. No, he doesn't say give me. He says hack squatting. He'll be like, "We're hack squatting." Or I, said, I, I, I just like him saying, uh, "What's he saying? Uh, mighty, my, what's he say? Mighty." Oh, what, what movement does he say? Mighty something. My, oh, mighty. I think he said mighty leg press. No, he says, give me that chunky movement. That yeah, but he's also, <laughs> mighty pullover. Mighty pullover. Mighty pullover. <laughs> like, mighty pullover. <laughs> Loves it. It's, it's my fucking favorite shit, man. It's my and favorite. Then, uh, Dorian's just quiet and subdued, but like in a really focused way. And he's just like, Aah! when he's on that leg press, and he's like, it's literally knees in his stomach. And he's like, yeah. I love it. I know, That's the I, I know we talk about discipline and not like motivations bullshit, which is for the most part true, but sometimes you see that little bit of a kick 
Yeah. It's like that that video reminder. That video will get me every time. A little reminder of why yeah. who you, why you are the person you are. It's, it's just that little spark of you know training mm. desire. Look, I don't know. I'll, I'll have memories. I have memories, and we did it like. I'd be at Luke's house from at nine in the morning and we were tr- typically trained about two o'clock. Around about 12, we were like, okay, let's put a video on. And it, we, we cycled through like obviously the Ronnie ones, yeah. Branch and John, Branch and Johnny, but fucking Dory, every time, every time, every time we had back, every time we had back, it was Dorian goes on. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I like about Dorian watch. as well? It's just the fact that whenever he done Barbell Rose, he, he was not put, he picked him up off the floor. Yeah. Like he was every- like, Everything about his movements seemed really crisp. Yeah, very not crisp. like not like it, uh, I'm not trying to say he had perfect form. He did, but it was something different. It just looked like he had complete control of everything he was doing. It was very um like uh, as you'd say, piston. One second, very... one, one second, one second. You'll find it. Let's find it. Let's fucking find it. One hey, second. Hello. Yeah. You're on a podcast. What? You're on a podcast. Who's? Mine. With who? James and Ben. Say hello. <laughs> what up, you skanks? <laughs> Is that guy? Is that guy? Yeah, it's I guy. That he's got a really small penis. Regarding our podcast last night, guy. Guy, yeah, listen. I said you got a really small penis. Guy can hear me? <laughs> yeah. He can't hear us, right? J- James, James said you have a really small penis. He's going to cuss me that hard. I can get on the show. We can do a fucking measuring contest right now. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna send you a link. Oh, excuse I'm sending you a link right now. Bye. Relatively, relatively, it's big, but that's because the rest of him is so fucking small. He has two, <laughs> fucking two twelve, mate. He's only got to fucking have a, a four inch to be little, right? Come on, come on. How is Guy? Guy is friends with everybody in the fucking industry. It's because he's just a friendly guy. He's a he's a, you're at a show. A you're at a show and he disappears out of nowhere and he's like, hello. <laughs> Anyways, I'm sorry. What were we talking about? Oh, you know what's funny? You know what I love the most about Dorian's fucking videos? He's just no effort. There's no showmanship. He's just like, this is me. This is me training. Go ahead and I have watch. A que- I have a like question that. about this. I have a question about this because I it's something that I was thinking about the other day. You know how much footage there is of us? I know. Just, just kicking around, right? And it's only that. <laughs> footage of us, like, fucking up, falling off benches, doing this, doing that, dropping a dumbbell, not getting it right. There must be so many times, I'm, I I can't not believe that he didn't, like, kick a dumbbell back and go, oh, fuck, that went wrong. You know when, there's one of Luke, right, where he, James, you and him were training, I, and he, uh, he, mate, got, he uh, dumped the dump, right? That, that was, was like, the bad, that was the, that was the bad last, one. Yeah, it was like last January, right? Sometime. Yeah. Well, I remember it? that. Was it two hundred pound dumbbell? Yeah, two hundred pound dumbbell. Yeah, like, I saw him rock back, and he just went oh, and let that one go, and he was oh fuck. Yeah. And there must be times where Dorian has done that. that so many times, especially because yeah, sure. you know, he's torn, he's torn himself to shit at the end. Yeah. Imagine and seeing the sets. Of, they'd, yeah. Imagine seeing those yeah, sets where he did do the sets. Yeah, but wait a minute. I don't think yeah. Dorian. I think that video of fucking Dorian and Leroy training is probably the only fucking video ever that they filmed. That's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I mean. So, so. Oh, you're saying I like the first, there's got to like, be times when there's perfect, no camera. Yeah. How perfect are you? How perfect are you when the camera comes on, right? And I'm like, okay, right. Let's fucking everything's got to be crispy, yeah. fucking clean here. I've got to be on. Like oh. you, you want me to do this fucking leg video? Oh, guy, Go, how, guy, guy, how big is your penis? How big? Prove it. Prove it. <laughs> 
Don't yeah, prove it. Don't prove it. So <laughs> I can't block it. I'm trying to block. I'm trying to block. I literally just got home. I still have to fucking. So you had surgery. You had a lymph node removed, or what do you have removed? Yeah, in the neck. Oh, oh my god. god. So my what happened? That done. What happened? Well, they because I guess because he said it was so deep in the in my neck they can't biopsy it, and it's a lymph node too. I don't even know if they do that. So he said I was there, and he said if it starts bothering me, um, a couple of months ago he's like, if it gets bigger, he's like, you gotta come back. So I went. It started. It started actually fucking bothering me, giving me headaches. So, oh. like, so is this like an in and out surgery? Well, same day you're out. Yeah, I got there at eight o'clock. I got home like twelve something. What are you doing now? You're making food. What is that? Egg? Is six eggs again? Oh, it's three. Oh, so you changed it because I told you. Oh, here we go. Did you bring me on the podcast? The fucking did, <laughs> did you tell him he's been having too much protein? Well, listen, I got. I I'm the, I can't. I can't reveal it, but I can reveal it on a on a text message. Guy, people uh, think we argue like brothers. Dude, people think people go. Oh, guys in a mood today. I'm like, you're all fucking stupid. I mean, they mood. don't. They, they, they don't get it. They don't get it. They, don't, they really don't. They really think I'm like seriously like angry at you sometimes. Yeah, I know. I think so too sometimes. Sometimes we'll get off the podcast and I'm like, is this guy mad at me? I think guy's mad at me. It's the same thing uh, you do. You're like, does this podcast suck? Should, should, should I upload it? Oh man, he does it every time, doesn't he? I don't know yeah. if you should upload that one. It's... He does every single fucking time. Didn't like the, didn't like the vibe. Try to be aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> whatever james anyway so what are you eating six three eggs and what just three, three eggs, eggs some egg whites some uh cream of rice two pieces of toast and some berries i love the toast isn't that what i is that diet i gave you isn't it you didn't give me are you high i gave you that diet are you crazy don't lie to people the only thing you changed were the you told me to eat less eggs and less toast why did you tell him to eat less toast than eggs because I because he said the thing because it's no no this is why he's got he can't eat a lot of food right why so he, he was he just doesn't have a great appetite so he was, horrible. he was what? eating he was eating six whole eggs what did you say James I said, what's wrong with, what's wrong with him I said <laughs> <laughs> he was eating he was eating six whole eggs for breakfast and I'm like the fat in the eggs is probably slowing down your digestion so I'm like pull the fucking eggs back and add more pure protein. Yeah. And now, so and now I, I pissed guy off. I pissed guy off one time when we were in his hotel room in Indy, and I ordered that room service. And you and Luke were like one day out, right? You ordered like what? Like he ordered like it was like burgers, pizza, fucking nachos. That fucking nachos. nachos like, me and Luke are like this. Talavay, like fuck. <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't kick you out of the fucking room. Oh, okay, I'll carry out this. When I when we got there, I'm like, oh man, I'm hungry. I'm like, I might go down and eat. And guys, like, no, fuck it. You know, he's like, oh, it's, it's cool, bro. Just order room service. I'm like, okay, fuck you. Yeah, but that's service. not that doesn't mean take advantage of them and order nachos. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this this burger that turned up and said, you know, it was fucking huge, right? And these fries, and he's sitting there going, you're a fucking slob. You're a piece of shit. You're fucking missed. You're. Fucking... <laughs> I'm fucking hungry now. Fuck. I'm getting hungry as well. I'm thinking about uh, burgers and pizzas. And I think I decided to uh, do very low carbs on my off days. What do you guys think? I thought it. You, you know what? You're a real piece. You know what? Oh, here we go. Here we go. I'm a real piece yeah, of shit. I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you exactly why. Because this is well, why. Because I said that to you. Here we go. Listen that, to this, James. That's what I was doing. And your response to me was, I usually eat up on my off days and eat more shit. And yeah, that sounds uh, like what? Uh, oh, I do. That. I do. I do. You're right. I do. But. Lo load up for tomorrow. If you got, 
do I move my do I move my head like that too, James? I load up for tomorrow. <laughs> Yo, load, load up for tomorrow. <laughs> no, um, it's because that's what you're right. That's actually what I normally do. But I've told Ben the last two or three weeks my appetite's been off. So I'm trying to get my appetite back. That's why. Yeah. That's why. <laughs> what? You've been stuffing your face when you're doing fuck all. No, I'm not. Days off. <laughs> James, James, you don't eat clean. You don't eat clean all the time, do you? Yeah, he does. Yeah, I, I do, mate. Yeah, I do. Not when I first met you, bro. No, no not when you first met me. But I'm a. When I first met you, you were talking about eating boxes of cereal post training. I don't oh, fucking hey, try to pull this shit with me. Yeah, no, I've known I've known you longer than I think. For, I don't know how long Jay, uh, Ben's known you, but I knew um, before, um, when you were an amateur. Remember that? Yeah, but when I was an amateur, I was told to eat cereal. Here you go again, guy. Trying to create alliances. Guy, trying, trying to make me fucking. Guys, always trying to create alliances. I know you the best. I know you the best, James. Side with me. <laughs> I only ate cereal. I need somebody when I'm with you, bro. You're a fucking you're a bully. No, you're a bully. We go head to head. It's fair. Just don't try and get alliances. Just go head to head. Why? I, I'll take Ben or James. They're both good people. <laughs> Anyways, so so James, you don't think my strategy of eating up on off days was ever a good idea? No, not now. I would have back in the day because I always thought that. But no, now I know that it's not. Yeah. What do you mean you know it's not? What do you mean by that, James? Uh, because I know what it would do to my stomach as well. It, it would make me feel very sluggish. Um, yeah. But do you, yeah, think that's, uh, do you think that's an age thing, though? Like, you know, when you're younger, you can handle more food, right? I'm fucking 32. Like, I'm not that old. Come on. I'm just Bro, my, 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 di- my digestion changed between 22 no, and 32. No, I, I think it's uh, to do with activity. I'm less active than when I was younger. I see. So listen, if you're a very active person, if you had a job like I used to do removals for a job, yes, yeah, so I was on my feet all day. Yeah, totally different story. Removals? I could eat like that. Yeah, like moving houses, like people around and stuff. You know. Oh, like. okay, okay. So, yeah, if you're doing that, no problem. But when your days consume uh, consist of sitting down and just literally doing this, yeah, it's yeah, very, 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 very different. I always, you know, okay, I gotta, go I gotta be honest though. I always felt good eating eating, eating up on off days, and then I get back to the next day and I train, and my fucking pumps were fucking crazy yeah they're, and they're, it never and it never long term long term like what's better like, <laughs> yeah i'm not saying it's uh, the thing is this let's have it, it, it worked for me for a very long what'd you say no no we're not arguing I, i'm not disagreeing with you i'm just saying it worked for a very long time and, and it never it never messed with my appetite at all it just it's yeah. lately you know as i get older obviously i'm turning into a guy and i can't eat that much anymore First of all, you can't turn it into somebody who's younger. Let's that's that's number one. Number two, you just said you weren't arguing with James. Is this what you guys call an argument on this podcast? Yeah, we're very we're very civil. This is the UK podcast. It's very this, is the, this is the the cups of tea podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this ain't the, the, the We've had some good ones. We've had some good ones on here, guy. But I think I think we've had some some blowouts that like I don't want, we don't want to have them anymore. So we kind of like really take it easy a bit. Yeah, blowouts are fun. When, when we have an argument, when we have an argument, Fred cuts the whole hour out. <laughs> okay, for the record, I don't actually edit that much shit out. I've only edited out two arguments. Which, which one of them? Any, any, any have to do with me? No, but it's because they were like an hour long, man. But those are the best arguments because then people can form an opinion of what they remember. The arg- actually, actually, guy, you know what they're like. Remember the argument no, no. With, with Ian? You're- Guy, yeah. guy, and Ian argued oh, for fucking God. an hour and a half. I bet I did. Oh wait, you, oh wait, did, you, you cut yeah, that I one out, didn't you? Yeah, I chopped it. Yeah, we. That was that about was when I was in, right? I actually. No, you weren't. It was me. I, was oh, that the ticket thing? Was that the ticket? 
It was the parking tickets and and laws and yeah, it was it was laws, laws, yes. yes. Oh yeah, so you brought that one. Yeah, I put my thing on mute and I put my feet up and just listened to him fucking argue. <laughs> that's right. It was when James that's James took a week off or two weeks off. We had, I'm I'm not uh, really interested in what his argument was about. We were, it was arguing about politics. The reason I cut it. This is why I cut it for for those people watching. This is why I it cut really it. wasn't politics. It was just dumb versus stupid. No, it was politics. We were dumb, we were debating. We were debating if a country should have any type of speech laws or if people should just be able to say whatever the fuck they want. And I thought to myself, this is way too political. People get really angry when you start getting into politics. And I'm like, I don't want the show to be about that. So I'm like, fucking just chop the shit, right? Well, it, it, went, it went every which way, right? We went from like Black Lives Matter to Nazis to fucking every which yeah, way. Yeah, we got into a lot of different political stuff. Yeah, and I, but the argument with Ian didn't start until he said um you shouldn't be in jail for a non-violent crime and then he said can he you can you just not can you not rehash it i get the gist i get the gist i yeah. appreciate bringing me up to speed let's just leave it like this james it was too political for for the world to hear it, from I, us i like that people like our show and it's an escape from all the political bullshit yeah so i don't want to make this show about political bullshit i like to just have it it's just fun right it's, it's meant to be yeah easy yeah it's just meant to be fucking fun and easy going i don't want to fuck there's a lot of, there's a lot of people doing there's, political shit there's enough political yeah as i was gonna say there's enough more on some yeah. political debates on cnn and fox right, I just right. Like yeah. guy just likes arguing yeah, that's it's, why it's an italian thing isn't it? i don't I mind it. yeah i think that's why me and you work on the podcast because we argue with each other so much yeah, but you, you, I try to form alliances. You try to get people to fucking switch to your side, like of your, of your arguments. I don't do that. Yes, you do. I just want somebody on my side because then I know they'll take my side. You try to start arguments or debates and then flip the people that don't agree with you. That's so true. You're like a spatula. Yeah, yeah but you're, you're preemptive about it. You like, you just, you just got on and you're like, hey, James, I know James better than everybody. You're like preemptively. No, setting up to- I know Ben very Prepared. well too. Prepared. I said he's I preparing. He's preparing for war. See, James, yes. he gets angry. You always have to have fucking a backup. There's, there's some tactics there. Some tactics. <laughs> I see this. All right. Can we answer some questions? We haven't answered any questions. I didn't even know we had any. Point. There's 600. Uh, okay. Oh my fucking god! I've ar- I've archived it because I'm trying to work through the 600, and we answer like four every episode. So it's, it's going to well, take us like ten years. One, to- one, one each. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's go. We got a little bit of longer time, so let's just get through some of these. Are you okay, James, or do you have to go? No, no, I'm all right. I'm all right. Okay. Yeah, I'm great, but I'm all right. That's all right. Uh, obviously, diet is important every day, but if you had to emphasize your nutrition, would it be more important on training days or rest days? And we just kind of talked about that. Next. So training days, <laughs> training days, correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, favorite character on Peaky Blinders. Do you guys watch that or no? Alfie fucking uh, what? Um, yeah, this is uh, Alfie. Uh, Tom, what's his fucking surname? Thomas Shelby is the main guy, right? Uh, You're Alfie, talking about his brother. Yeah, Alfie Shelby. Uh, Alfie, no, is it Alfie? I forget the brother's name. Ben, do you watch it? Yes, I, I watched the first three episodes when they uh, seasons when they came out. But I haven't watched it in years. I couldn't stop Tom, watching it once I started. Tommy, yeah, Tommy's cool. Guy, you have no idea what we're talking about, do you? Nope. You got to watch us. Birmingham. You'd, you'd like it if you watched it. I know you've been trying to push that on me for a while. It's good. Cillian, Cillian Murphy. He's a good actor. What is it about? It's, it's about like, the peaky fucking blinders. It's a UK. <laughs> <laughs> it's better yeah, when he yeah, says. Yeah. It's better when he <laughs> says it. <laughs> it's like a gang. Yeah. A gang of blinders. 
Yeah, it's Gang of Birmingham. It's good. It's got like a... There's their gang and then there's like the Robinsons or some other stuff. It's quite you cool. It's, you say it's gang banging? Gang it's, banging. It's a gang. Oh. <laughs> I'm not... Gang banging's LA. We're not in LA, mate. <laughs> I mean... I'm in London. We don't do gangbanging here. Uh, He's lost. <laughs> gangbang. Oh, you're on about gangbanging. He <laughs> means like gangbang, like bang, yeah. like a whole bunch of people gangbanging. That's what I was like, gangbanging. I'm like, yeah. what? No, we do that, but that's... <laughs> <laughs> He's so uncomfortable right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm I was trying to like make that really, you know... You I'm mean like gangbangers? It... Yes, I'm in gangbangers, bro. You like, said gangbanging. <laughs> No, you said oh, gangbangers. You said gangbanging. He said gangbangers. I, I was making sure. I, right. I thought I heard gangbanging. Oh, well, gangbangers. Like, they can gangbang. It's fine. We can all gangbang. It's okay. <laughs> but hang on. Aren't gang... Hang on. Move on. Aren't, the people, move on. aren't the people in a gangbang called gangbangers? <laughs> what? Oh, no, no, they're not. <laughs> <laughs> What's the fucking difference? That's true, actually. If you're in a gangbang... But if you're a gang banger, wait a minute, guy. I have a serious question. If you're in a gang bang, are you now called a gang banger? Yeah. Yes, you are. So I, 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 but, hey, if the four of us are going playing golf, we're called golfers, right? That's what we're fucking doing. It's true. Was, it's it was true. valid then. It was valid what I said then. Yeah, it is valid. He's right. Fine. He's right. Okay, let's move on then. Glad we figured, I'm, glad we, I'm glad we figured that out. Yeah, thanks, guys. <laughs> I'm going to tissue now. Uh, what bad habit do people do that drives you insane, like chewing with your mouth open, people walking too slow, etc.? Chewing with the mouth open drives me mad. Um, I get annoyed when someone's got a bit of a bent nose and they breathe out the bad side. It's not and it whistles. And it whistles? Yeah, that pisses me off. And it's not their fault. Louis's got a bit of a dodgy nose and he breathes out of it and sometimes I want to punch his fucking nose straight. <laughs> <laughs> it's bad, isn't it? He's, he's my mate, but... I want to punch his nose straight. I do. I just Because we're training, I can hear him like fucking whistling through his nose and I'm like, all you need is a little tap on that. He'll <laughs> just straighten it up a little bit. Fucking hell. Mine are fucking really specific. They're not good. Shocker. You also like yeah. a proper... Like, I want to hear. Let me hear. No, like one of them's gonna be in the dr- driving, right? No, no. Well, well yeah, driving. there's a whole bunch of normal, but there's a there's a couple that are fucked up that I don't know why they annoy me. They just do. Okay. When I go to pick up Paul, right? Okay. <laughs> to get in my truck, get in my truck. First thing he does, he's got a shaker cup, and it, it's got ice in it. The first thing he does, every single it up in the car, he shakes it up. Listen, we got a half an hour drive to the car or to the gym. First thing he does, get in the truck, shakes it up, opens it, takes a sip, and then puts it in the cup holder. And it's the exact same motion yeah, every single deep. fucking day. And I'm like, why is he doing that? You're so it's, predictable. It's just, it's not, it's not, it's not actually annoying to say it, but when you're, it just, I'm curious. I'm like, why does that happen every well, single day? I would be like, take that outside the fucking car, please. No, it's not even the thing. It's like, why doesn't he get in, put it in the cup holder and then shake it? No, I'd be like, shake five it minutes from now. In your mind. In your, yeah. And in huh? your mind, in your mind, you're like anticipating it. Yeah. Like this fucker's gonna do it any minute, and it's gonna. Annoy but do you, but do you also, do you also convince yourself that he's doing it on purpose now as well? He's like, he knows it's annoying me, and he's <laughs> fucking doing it. No, I don't. I, I, I do that. I'm, I, I can just <laughs> this motherfucker's doing that just to wind me up. I think what James said is right. I don't think he's doing it on purpose. I think he's just he's waiting. Paul is very, very like creature of habit. If he does mm-hmm. something, it's like he does it every fucking day. Like it's the same. 
So there's that, I guess, which is, like I said, really specific. But I have specific ones too, though. I'm kind of like you. And he's got to tell me the weather every day. That drives me fucking batshit. He likes it, but we like fucking jizzes in his pants when he does it. Yeah. Does he tell you the weather or does he just say lovely day? What does he say? No, no, he'll get in the car. Like he'll shake up his shaker cup, take a sip, put it down, and it'll be like, yeah, it's supposed to be uh, 68 today or whatever the fuck the temperature is. (laughs) Or it'll be like, that's his his breaking the ice conversation with you, isn't it? That's it. It I'm like, we're best friends. We don't have to talk about the weather, man. I'm like, so, uh, sunny day. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, just, I think it's the repetitiveness that like yeah maybe that's it hey, now you can see me better. anyways yeah. um guy what's your pet peeve um i hate people that fucking come to my house and they fucking wash their hands and they don't dry them off and they just continue to walk through my kitchen with their foot every so many people who do does, it who does that oh but, you know when people fucking wash their hands and just go and just what that's valid that's valid oh try <laughs> Fuck it. Every, at least nine out of ten of my friends do it. And I'll be like, I'll stick it up paper towels, wash your hands, dry hands. Are your friends fucking animals? Who doesn't dry their hands? Everybody yeah. fucking does it. Everybody. Is it me or is that weird? Ben, do you dry that your is, hands? It is weird. No, my, my wife goes nuts at me. She says, fucking water over the kitchen floor. Yeah, like, it drives me fucking crazy. Ben, you don't dry your hands after you wash them? Uh, okay, see what it is. But like, what, what, I, okay, okay. I got to ask you since you're one of the weird people. What do you do with wet hands? You're not drying them. So what do you do? That's insanity. <laughs> no. It's very strange. See? I agree. Yeah. It's, it's a thing, strange. though. It's very, very strange. I can't. Yeah, actually, typically, typically, I do, but I don't like fully dry them. So more, or if I pick up like a shaker cup and it's on been on the drying rack and it drips a little. I'm, if I flip it up, I don't really see the water. She goes, fucking banana. Oh, no. I'm on the gr- hands and knees drying it. Hey, I, I saw that Jay took a piece out of you on your uh, teabag squats. Took a piece out of me. Yeah, I noticed he's kind of ripping on you a little bit. Oh, fake weights and all that shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah he does it all the time. Oh, okay. I never see. I just, I'm like, where's this coming from? Out of the blue, I'm like, maybe he wants to be on Bro Chat. Like, listen, I can make it happen. I can make it happen. I don't know. I feel like it's too raunch for Jay. Jay's very, very. Jay's very clean. Cut. Depends on, it depends on how close you are to Jay. Yeah. No, bro, I know. I know. Bro, I, I know that. I'm saying like, I feel like publicly, it's not yeah. going to be like his cup of tea. Um, He's gotten a little. Tell him you're not recording. He's got a little more open now that he's been retired. Well, he, he talks. He's a little more openly just about. Do, wait, 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 just do your usual thing. Get him on and be like, "I'm going to cut all this out anyway." I'll get to edit it out. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's fine. You just lie to him. Um. All right, we did that one. If Classic was around earlier, would you have chose that division or still gone open? I would have done Classic. I, I would have. I think I was more suited for it. You wouldn't have done it though. What? I was. What? You have a picture of yourself in underwear. Do you guys know what I look? You wouldn't have done. You wouldn't have done classic. Yeah, I know. You look like on the fucking Arnold stage. That's not a classic fucking bodybuilder. You were too too interested. Oh, but I had. But I had to force that, Ben. Like it's not that didn't. Everyone has to force. No, no, no. But okay, wait. That's the wrong way to put it. Let me let me phrase it properly. I had to ruin my physique to get thick enough. To, to be able to stand stand with those guys because uh, my physique I, my physique looked better when I was smaller. I think you're doing yourself an injustice. I, I, I don't I don't think I'm my, I'm not saying anything bad. I just I liked my physique better at like two thirty five. I think most I people know. look, I look know. better guy, smaller. Would guy rather do men's physique or two twelve? Because that's the same question for him though, right? Look at Phil for two thousand eight. 
What did you say? What did you say, James? I just said like everyone looks. I think everyone looks better proportionally smaller when you look at say uh, Phil Heath in two thousand and eight. Yeah, like that is. I would rather look like Phil Heath two thousand eight than two thousand and eleven, even though he was a monster. Oh, but I but I guess when I when I see Phil Heath, the round muscle bellies and the small joints mm. looks like a bodybuilder. I didn't have that type of muscle belly. It's like I I I just think I could have probably done better. It's classic. I don't know. Men's physique. Men's physique. No. <laughs> Oh, not men's physique. Yeah, but would you have something classic if, it, like, <sighs> we looked up to, we liked the bodybuilders that we looked up to growing up. So who, who would you have looked up to? Because there have been nobody in classic to really do that. The reason why I got into bodybuilding because I liked the bodybuilders when I was coming up. That's well, not, yeah, Ar- but that's, Ar- I didn't, Ar- I didn't Arnold, do that. Arnold would have been classic, right? Theoretically. No, Arnold, Arnold was the biggest guy in his day, though. Back then. I know, no. but I know, I know, but I'm saying if you looked up to him and how his physique flowed and et cetera, the classic look that's why a lot of guys like classic right? wait a minute so, you're splitting you're splitting eras so let's say like like guy just said okay guy you looked up to bodybuilders that's why you wanted to be one i i didn't so it wasn't like my driving force okay so that's why it's not like i didn't look at dorian yates or ronnie coleman at the time when i was starting ronnie coleman was mr olympia i didn't look at ronnie coleman and go i want to look like him because yeah. i just well no i i didn't want to look like him but there were guys like fucking I actually and Lee and Kevin and Sean. I, I, you know, I liked their physiques. Yeah. I think there was a period of time after I got into it that I started to pick out the physiques I wanted to look like, but had there been classic, I might've looked at somebody like Chris Bumstead and been like, I want to look like that. There wasn't any class. There wasn't any classic to look at and to aspire to. Yeah. So if like, if, if when I started, let's say the landscape was just as it is now. Yeah. With the way my physique was, I might've looked at somebody like a fucking, Chris Bumstead or or Terrence Ruffin or and been like, man, that looks really good. I want to look like that because yeah. I don't think I can achieve what fucking Big Rami looks like. I think I think that's what a lot of them think. I think that's what a lot of the people that are doing it think. Yeah, I, I, yeah, but, yeah but, but I agree. This is and this, and that's the point. If you'd have gone that route, you'd have missed out on the physique that you ended up with, which. No, I know, but fucking hell of an open class physique. No, I know, but what I'm trying to say is there's some people that want to do it because they're not big enough. Yeah. But there's some people that want to do it because their bodies are actually built for that. And you're built for that. And and this is what I was saying the other day. I said a lot of people are doing class now because they're too impatient to do the like they're confining themselves to that because they don't want to have to put the time in to become an open class bodybuilder. Yeah. Yeah. There's I a mean, difference, right? Between there's a difference between you're a classic physique guy, like you're a classic, you flow like a classic guy, versus you're a small bodybuilder. Do you oh, think? Yeah, yeah. Do you think there's more? You know how like Fuad said he had to push his limit to be an open bodybuilder. Yeah. Do you think those classic? Do you think there's some classic guy like? Do you think there's some classic guys that have to push the limit just to be in classic? Like there are bodybuilders that have to push the limits to be in bodybuilding. No. Yeah, I think there'll be a small few. That weight cap's so fucking low. I don't think it's the same thing at all because I think once you, you know, it's like me and Ian were talking about, I think on one of our bro chats guy, we were talking about Chris and how he turned pro and became, you know, second place at the Mr. Olympia at like 23 years old. Mm -hmm. But it would have taken Chris, if he wanted to be second place at the fucking Mr. Olympia, it would have taken him an extra 10 fucking years from there. Of course. Him, but, so, but we're talking about is yeah, there, is there, we're talking, yeah, we're talking about is there other people that would struggle to put on muscle so much, yeah, that even, even reaching classic would be a struggle for them, mm-hmm. yeah. And I, yeah, 
Yeah, probably. It's going to be a small few. Like, there's plenty of reason that people would find it difficult. Well, I'm not, I'm, I'm really, this isn't meant to be starting a little argument. I'm not taking the piss. Guy, you don't reach the 212 limit, right? So but I, I, like, also, but I also don't. I also don't push a lot of limits. Like no, no. That's what I'm saying. For you to get to two twelve, you'd have to push a little more. Yeah, not everyone. So, it, so yeah. So you're probably right. There are probably guys that are in the classic class that are the same, where they're they're fitting in. They they meet the criteria, but they're yeah. not at the maximum weight, yeah. and they're not pushing. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I wonder. I ask that because you see more guys going from classic to two twelve. Yes, the not open. vice versa. Yeah, or, or or from classic to open. Oh, or, or, so, or even that standard. Yeah, yeah. You don't you never see them continuously push yeah. the weight, really? Huh. Okay. If you had to live, if you had one day to live, you had and you had to go to the gym, what would you work out? Legs. Legs. With guy, um, so I could bury him. Um, you'd have an early death that day. <laughs> yeah, premature. I don't know. <laughs> it has to be. It has to be a little bit of chest, a little bit, of, you know, chest Monday. See you later, bye guys. Yeah, yeah, that's actually. Go to. You know what? Maybe your legs is fun because it's so difficult, but chest is fun for a different reason. Chest is hey, fun who, for wait, my last. Who day, said? Yeah. Who said you're going to die on a Monday, James? No, Me. he just said your last day. So if you're, I last said, day. My, I said, I said Monday. Oh. <laughs> you know what? It's, Start off the week on a good foot. Exactly. <laughs> I don't think there's any other body part you could train where you look better having a pump than chest. Everybody looks better with a chest pump. Yeah, it's the shoulder, everybody. shoulder, shoulder tricep pump. No, because well, when you train rather... chest, when you train chest, your shoulders get a little pumped too, and your triceps get a little pumped. So you look like I don't know though. Direct tricep pump. Oof. Yeah, you're gonna, look, you're gonna look real good in a suit. Exactly. What are you talking about? Well, you're this, dead. This, I'm getting married yeah. in my. I'm getting buried in my posing trunks. Yeah. I'm gonna get sure we'll find out what the real fucking is at that point. The old <laughs> nah, you no, not with a chest pump, it's gonna be all up here. <laughs> all the blood's going yeah, that, that right, doesn't make I, it doesn't make it shorter, it just makes it like narrower. Depends if you use hostility that day or not. Wow, who I went, did you see his narrowness? It's not as, it's not as full. <laughs> narrow that was. He noodled himself. That's all, when I go, that? when I got a, when I got a chest, when I got a chest, chest pump, it's like this. That's, but that's leg day. But with no pump, I can't connect the fingers. Leg day. Is that why they say it's bodybuilders? Like, it's like this. Remember you used to say bodybuilders have small penises? Is that because most of them try to fuck after chest? Yeah, bad idea. <laughs> it's because when you're fucking, your have chest you gets pumped. Have you tried to fuck after training? Have I no, ever? Yeah. It's, it's normally when I do. I do, as well. I do as well. I've got a 15-minute window there. I have a tough yeah. time. I have a tough time post-training. It's the best time for me. It's the best time for me because my meals are I get like that thing, and that then I shower, and now yes. and then I've got like 45 minutes before I gotta start yeah. making my next meal. So you're not one of those now. guys, are you? Like I got 45 minutes before I gotta and, eat bang. Chop time. Yeah. Actually, I fucking know I did it the other day. I I did it the other day. What? You did what? The, we put the we put the baby in bed. So we were in the we're in the nursery, and I'm on the rocking chair. She's putting the baby down. I'm like, ah, I could take a piece of that. So I was like, Hey, I'm uh, hey, I'm ready to go. And then she's like, Oh, awesome. And uh, she was like, Well, and she was like, Oh, she's like, Okay, but like he was still fussing. And then she was like, Ah, oh, he's still fussing. I've got to give him the boob to really get him off to sleep. So we went to the bedroom. So you grabbed she, the other boob. That's what I'm no. thinking. I'm like, I'm no, no, no. 
Dude, she's got him on the boob like this, and I'm going. You know, can't just James. I know this is taking too fucking. This this taking too fucking long. This taking too long, and I've got like now I've got twenty minutes left, and I haven't cooked the meal, and I'm like, I've got ten minutes left. Anyway, I get up, and she was like, "Oh, he's asleep." I'm like, "I'm going to cook." No, she you didn't. Like, oh man, you're like, that I, guy. I, I was. Oh no, wait, wait, wait. I went, I went and cooked. I got that meal in. I got the other one in. We put a film on. He was in bed, and then I, I got it done later on. But I did. He to, did hit the pause button. You had to I time it. it. I postponed I, it. I, I, ben, I'm not gonna lie. I thought you was gonna uh, do it while she was breastfeeding. That's why. <laughs> That's what I thought he was doing. No, we've done it. We've done it with him in his because we've got this little crib next to the bed. And I've done it with him there, and the dog was at the end of the bed. And I'm like, "This is fucking. I can't do this." The we best, got an audience. The best part of that story, <laughs> audience. The best part of that story was James's focus. He was like, he was like, "This." Yeah. I was gonna. I thought it was over, man. I, I was like, thought, "What? What were you doing?" I, I, I thought Ben was gonna say, so I just shoved it in anyway. Yeah. And what, was, and, and what were her feet doing? <laughs> and what were her feet doing? Did she have? I can't. I got. I'm usually too pumped for my workout. I can't fuck properly, man. I always no, want. I get horny after. I so do I, but then I'm like, I can't. Just don't have the same fucking pump. Oh, this I, pump, I, I like. This pump. I like after training or first thing in the morning. First thing in the morning is good. Yeah. Uh, first thing in the morning, because I'm like, oh, I've got to brush my teeth, and you've got to brush. No, like, just don't get yeah, no, If you Breathe spoon, if you spoon, there she's breathing the other way. It's not yeah. No, just I like kiss, kiss, kissing. Yeah, I like the, the kissing. Oh, like you're kissing. that. You're that guy. I, I, me too, but you could do that in the afternoon or night. In the morning, I don't want to get up. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Bed. You guys are kissing and shit. No, oh, kissing the first thing in the morning, bro. A whole lot. Yeah, you're not gonna morning. spit fucking morning. You're not gonna spit morning breath on her, right? That's bruv. fucking grim. Doggy style, bro. Nobody. <laughs> what do you say? <laughs> Nobody's kissing bruv. in the morning. This, you the spoon the other way, and then it's all good. It's all good. Spoon and bite next. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like I like how I like I like fresh breath. Really? You're that guy? Like, oh, we gotta get up to brush your teeth first. If I, get up, if I get up to brush my teeth, I'm not gonna want to get back in bed. I'm like, uh, wait a minute. Are you guys making out every time you bang? No. Okay. No, I do just... I do later in the day. Later yeah, in the day. I do. I do. Wait, okay, that's fine. I'm not saying you never make out. I'm saying like every time you bang, are you having a make out session? Yeah. I like a lot of I like a lot of kissing. Yeah, really? yeah, later in the day. Yeah, okay, but hold on. If you bang in the morning, you're not going to kiss. No, no we're, we're not banging. We're not banging. Oh, there you morning. go. You're not always you're kissing. Just, you're not always kissing. We're doing, we're doing, we're doing a I'm with you. Yeah, right. Yes. Okay. No, I'm pulling hair in the morning instead. <laughs> well, we're not talking about pulling hair. I'll choke a bitch out in the morning. I'm just talking about man. I'm doing DDTs and shit. The tombstone pile drivers on the bed. Okay. Uh, anyways, okay. Do you think the current or younger generation have it easier or harder getting started in bodybuilding? It's easier, it's probably. The, the younger, there's more, there's more gyms, there's more information, there's more think, pro cards, there's more shows. I think it's easier, but it's still the same difficulty to make money. If you're talking about making money in it's bodybuilding, not, not easier to make. No, money no, no. Now. Wait a minute. Wait. Let me. Let me clarify. From actual bodybuilding. I mean, like actually direct. getting sponsored and actually getting a check is the same difficulty because you still have to be great. Um, incorrect. You're great at what you do, though. I wouldn't pay you if you weren't you're great. Rare. At and you are quite rare. It doesn't happen often. Listen, 
I don't have a pro card. 20 years ago, I wouldn't have made a fucking dime. That's true, actually. No, Sorry. with coaching, you might have. You might have. No, no, no. He means like a sponsor would only, have. Only by my athlete. My athletes, my yeah. athlete. Yeah, my athletes would yeah. have paid me. Right? Yeah, businesses but are more savvy, a though. Company wouldn't have come, a, a company wouldn't have come you along and paid me money. Ben, Ben's right. There is more avenues to be. Wait, wait. Say again. Say that again. No. There's more. <laughs> Ben's right. Ben's right. There's more <laughs> avenues now to become important than there were before social media because back in the day it's like we were talking unless you were a great bodybuilder on stage nobody gave a shit about you that's very true now you can be good in other ways like you'd be good at videos there's more opportunities good at coaching opportunities and look at like look bradley martin's the best example of it he doesn't compete doesn't do shit but he looks good and he's got a good presence online so he gets fucking paid yeah Right, so Larry Wills, people like that, you know. Larry Wills, yeah. So it's got to be, it's it's easier for sure to make money now. Uh, what do you think is impairing and stopping bodybuilding from becoming a mainstream sport? And do you think it will ever be recognized as such? Steroids and all our asses. Yeah, yeah. Does anybody uh, care though? Yeah. Who should yeah. do? I don't know. I mean, no, 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 no. I mean, do you guys? I don't mean. I mean, the bodybuilder. Like, do you guys care? No, no. we want it. We want it less. Right. That's what I feel like. Sure. Yeah, I don't want it. Like, imagine how pompous it would feel. Like, we're already in pants and tan. Imagine it like being like an Olympics game, like with the fucking <sighs> little, yeah. like, you, you know, your country theme song going on before you come on stage and shit. But think about but, it, James. Would it be cool? And just imagine it for one second. Let me finish the whole thing. Cool. Imagine you're in a soccer stadium or a football stadium for you guys in the UK, and there's eighty thousand people in the stands watching you do opposing routine. Yeah, that would be good. That would be good, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, you're on the I'd big be, screen. You're on the big I'd, screens. I'd be pretty famous pretty quick. People are cheering for you and shit. Because yeah. think about your best. Think about your best experience ever on stage currently. Times by ten and, million. And, yeah. yeah, and hearing the crowd cheer, and then multiply that by fucking eighty thousand. Yeah. Right. So you're like, maybe it would be cool. Maybe I'm going to change sport. Fuck this shit. Maybe I will do football. <laughs> Yeah, because you're you like a real fucking, you're light on your feet, James. Oh, I, man, think, I'm more, I can do it. Trust me. I think we like aspects of the sport that are not mainstream. Like like the fact that it's it, the, culture. The, it's the, culture. Gyms, the gyms are not full of people that shouldn't be there most of the time. Like the gyms we train at anyway. Yeah. But I think but there are actually, at- the, more, the more mainstream it has got in the last 10, 15 years with physique and classic, it's fucked a lot of us off. <laughs> no, but you take the good with the bad, though. I mean, look at Athleticon, right? There are bonuses to being mainstream. If Athleticon brings in people like Gatorade or Nike and they start sponsoring bodybuilders, it becomes a whole new game for you guys. They're not sponsoring bodybuilders. You never know, man. If The Rock gets behind something... They're not sponsoring an open-class bodybuilder. Who this, will be the first, this will be the first flop for The Rock. Watch. You think so? Wait, which one? Think- the guy touched the guy, everything. The guy touches that's, that's is gold, man. Yeah, except this. You think Athleticon's going to flop? Yeah, really. It will think... flop on the bodybuilding front. They'll host host it for a year, with, and yeah. the bodybuilders will be there. The following year, there'll be no fucking bodybuilders. I'll agree. I'll agree with that. The bodybuilders. It'll be, it'll be, it'll be, it'll it'll be a fitness sports. expo. It'll be a fitness and sports expo. Yeah, but there's nothing wrong with that. That's what that's what the Arnold's is. Arnold's is an everything expo. Yes, but they'll get rid of bodybuilders. I don't think so. I think Athleticon will be bigger than the Arnold's. I'd be like, and, sorry and, guys, we can't have steroids here. Leave. <laughs> no. I, I think bodybuilding, I think Athleticon will be bigger than the Arnold's because it's going to have more money behind it and everyone's going to be excited to be part of it. 
but then more eyes watching, more people judging, more people. Yeah, saying, but they know what they're why getting. Are your, why are your bodybuilders there? Yeah, but James, think about it. You don't think they've thought of that? Like, I think they understand what they're getting into. I think they understand, but I think you don't know the the, the score until you actually host. Oh, so you think when they feel the backlash, it's going to make a difference? I, I think I think they'll host it and they'll be like, "What could we do with next year? What could we do without next year?" And, yeah. and it's going to cost them. Like, it's going to cost them a lot of money for have the big boys up there. Yeah. Why do you say that? Why do you, why do you say that? You mean the sanction fees and all that? Prize and money, the prize yeah. money. The prize money, sanction fees is, is, is relatively be their most expensive event to hold. Yeah. yeah. But I also think if they have sponsors like Nike, Gatorade, fucking all these, it's not gonna matter. Right, but not, but but Nike and Gatorade aren't oh, sponsoring bodybuilders coming in for the bodybuilders. They're yeah, sponsoring the other No, they listen. They could still look, listen. Listen, Nike. Yeah, but Nike and Gatorade will still give them that money, that sponsorship money, even if the open class bodybuilders weren't shot next year. Ben, so they're not going to lose the sponsorship money. Wait a minute, Nike. Is is Nike a sponsor or is it Gatorade? I know it was one of the big boys. I don't I don't know who it was, but no, surely it's Under Armour. Surely it's Under Armour. Okay, so anyway, let's just say the big name sponsors have been given a presentation. They're not just like, yeah, here's five million dollars. They've been given a presentation. They know exactly who's coming. They know exactly what they look like. They know exactly what they're spending money on. Yeah, yeah I know. So they know what they're getting into. They're not okay, like, but, but they do. The Rock is a businessman, right? So. Yeah. They run, the, they run the first year, the bodybuilders show up, the sponsors pay the money. Then they go, okay, well, the next year, how do we make it more profitable? Well, fuck, hey, how about we keep the sponsorship money coming in and we cut out this big expense here that didn't actually draw that much for us in. They're going to find out really quick it did draw in a bunch. But you're going to, you, you would take out, you'd probably take out 15 things before bodybuilding. What are you going to take out that draws yeah. in more, more people than the, than the bodybuilding from that show? No, no, I'm saying, I'm saying what's costing them outgoing wise and versus what's bringing it in. The bodybuilding isn't going to be, the rock is bringing in the big fucking ticket money, regardless no. of what anyone says. No. It's not the events going on. No, it is the events. The rock being there is not bringing. Nobody's a, going to see the listen, rock. You know how many people, you know how many people go through the Arnold's in a weekend? It's like, it's something like yeah. over 1.5 million people through the whole weekend. Yeah, yeah. Okay, That's, okay. So that, those, those one point, again, those million people, it, those million people. Uh, Sorry, those yeah. million, million people are not walking through to see Arnold. They're walking through to see all the various events. Yes, the open bodybuilding is in a different fucking arena that those two million people aren't even seeing. No, that's not true because they're not just talking about the expo. They're talking about everything. And when they do go through the expo, they're there for all the events plus the bodybuilders that are at the booths waiting to but, sign photos. But if you cut the open class bodybuilders out of the weekend, those same people would still come through the doors. No, I don't believe it at all. I guarantee you, if you cut open bodybuilding out of there the are bodybuilding show, fans that are fans that would go to the Olympia would not go to that. Nobody's going to the Arnold's I mean, to watch arm wrestling. The people that are going to watch, if, say you didn't have the open class bodybuilding at the Arnold's, uh, or, or just, you didn't have the athletes going to the booths, right? Yeah. It was just confined to the to the arena, which was separate of the expo. Yeah, those two thousand people that are going only to watch the open class bodybuilders yeah that's not going to detract from the other two million people that go yeah, man, why, why was, but, wait a minute, but why would you parse it out like that it doesn't make sense they are going to be at the expo that's the whole point so they can meet their pros because i'm saying when you're if you're athletic on you get say two million people come through the door and you're looking the those open class bodybuilders are a big expense right the, to hold the show to pay everything to the prize money let me if you let, can cut if you could cut back on paying out for the sanction fee and the prize money but still keep the attendance high, you can't that's that would, the point you can't let me ask you this if you remove the open bodybuilding from arnold's right 
and let's say a million people go to the Arnold's. Let's just use that number. How many of the millions still go if there's no bodybuilding? I think quite a lot still. I, I, would, say, most... I would say you 50% would still go. 50%. I'll give you that. I think they've actually got Arnold's where they don't have bodybuilding already. No, they don't. Where? Yeah. Yeah. Which one? The one in England was going to not actually have any bodybuilding. It was only because uh, two bros. Yeah, but, that, but that's fine. But they're going to have less attendance. And you know what? In the UK, is a little different too because you still have to get all the American bodybuilders over there. What if they don't participate? What, what I would say is just this. It's just, just like I can see where Ben's coming from. I can see where you boys are coming from. But I just think uh, the bodybuilding, as much as a draw it is, the majority of the draw to these such events is often, often mostly from other things, I think. Maybe you're right. I don't know what they're offering out of Fleticon. I'm thinking of the Arnold situation. Yeah, and I, I think know, of, I think of the Arnold's. Art. I think of the Arnold's, and I see you know they have they have martial arts and they have arm wrestling yeah. and they have. But I'm like, how much people come to watch fucking martial arts? Well, it's like powerlifting. Does do the powerlifters get more? Do they have more fans and publicity than I don't think well, so? Well, mine. here's here's my here's my other question. How many pro shows are there? in the just say north america that don't have the men's open in it so they have all the other classes they have the 212 they have bikini physique classic whatever yeah but I'm and their attendance their attendance is still fucking high a lot of the classic boys the classic class for instance pulls in really good fucking numbers that's not that's not you can't use that ben you can't use that you can't use those because that's usually are you talking about like amateur shows no i'm talking pro shows well, who's getting There's a bunch big... of pro shows? Yeah, I know, but who's There's getting a bunch big... of pro shows. But who's getting on. big attendance? I'm saying no. I'm saying their attendance is just, uh, I say, set of what they have, whatever they are. Say they get like two thousand people come yeah. to a, yeah. a a pro show. Yeah. So they're weighing up. Do we try to spend the money on the open class and, yeah. and the prize money for how many more people we're we going to get than two thousand? Is it going to out? Is it going to match? Is the investment going to match up? So yeah. for a lot of them, it's not. That's why they don't have the men's open because the men's open is expensive. That's true, but they also don't have a sponsor like Gatorade. Let's, no, uh, let's, let's all get to esports instead. <laughs> that's that's where the money's at. That's where the I money's just, at. Uh, I, I, guess, I guess. Come on, guy. I know you got Nintendo Switch. I have a Switch. That's it. I know you got a Switch. So get on it. Let's I have go. Mario. You want to play? Why? That's all you need is a Switch. Switch. PlayStation. I got a you Switch. Got. Let's go. Oh, cool. How would it be? How would it? How would it feel to not only lose on podcast to me, but then lose on Nintendo Switch to me on a daily basis? <laughs> okay, wait. I just want to know how am I losing on a podcast to you? <laughs> how do you quantify that? Can you tell me? Our arguments, huh? Arguments. You lose half of them. Bullshit. Wait, 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 guy, 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 guy. You got to know what you, what you got to know the game. Fuad owns the ball and the court. I know. <laughs> At this point, you're playing his fucking game. <laughs> you don't win all the arguments. You win half the arguments. In your mind, but if you ask, you the won other... the you won the all wheel drive, front wheel drive. Or yeah, for someone who drive. drives a fucking lot of trucks, that was a little disappointing. But I'm. But I meant. It... Here we go. Here we go with the justification. You're like a girl. Go ahead, justify it. Good. I would love to hear. The okay, I lost the argument. So what? That's one argument. You lose all the rest. Which name one that I lost? You lost the haircutting, the haircutting versus nail cutting argument yesterday. Bro, his nails looked like triangles when he was done. He missed <laughs> half of them. He had fucking, oh, fucking shit in the corners of his toes. James on, and he said a minute, and it was a minute and five. So no, I won. James on a on the on the bro chat podcast we did. 
Yeah. Ian said that he could cut his toenails in under a minute, and yeah. and guy bet him he couldn't. So he actually went while we were on the podcast. His nails. Filmed himself cutting his nails while we timed it. Toenails. Why? That's how up? ridiculous this podcast has become. Yeah, I, was, I literally, yo, I was thinking that. I was like, what? Do, how do you sell the podcast to someone? Well, we filmed <laughs> someone cutting their toenails. It's really good content. You should watch. I don't know, man. It's like, fuck. That's why I have to do this one, because we have serious discussions. I do the other one. is We talk about Listen, girls, girls. You know what? I just want to let you guys know that I consistently show up late to the podcast, and I do. And they're already on topics that do not have anything, like that I did not bring up. And it just spirals out of control as soon as I log on. Well, well the, the, this is the highbrow version. Of this it. is the highbrow. This is the UK version. It's more like uh, sophisticated. Yeah. Yeah. James is wearing his glasses and looks very intelligent right now. <laughs> Where's my fucking cup of tea? Uh, <laughs> all right, let's let's do one more. Okay. Let's see if I can find a good one. What struggles do big bodybuilders have in everyday life because of their size? Do small bodybuilders like Guy have any struggles? In life? Oh, <laughs> I swear to God, I swear to God, I didn't you know say. What? Look, y'all can fucking kiss my ass, kiss my ass. Who's that? What's this fucking dude's name? Grant. What is it? Grant one five seven one. Grant G R O N G R Grant 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 G R A G R A N T. One five seven one. He's Hold on, don't move because I want to read it. One five seven. Put it back up there. Before I talk. What do you want me to say? Because it comes up to your screen when you talk. What are you talking about? Oh, yeah. oh, he's going to say it like that. Yeah, he's going to say that. What are we doing here? Why? You you... Really... Because when you talk, now I'm good. I'm good. Wait, I want to see how Jack this. He doesn't. Is. He doesn't have it on split screen. He has it on one person. At oh, time. you can change that guy. Ow. Go to the very oh, right. top. Scroll, yeah. Go to the top. And, and I have these four little things in the corner and then one big one. Yeah. You want, the, you want a phone four, or you want a laptop? Click the four little things. Okay. Now you should be able to see all of us. I can see all you, but you're like this big. Oh, are you on no, your that's phone? You. Oh, that's you. Hold you're on. I'll, I'll send you a picture. Hold on. <laughs> So stupid. How small? How small is your laptop? Just click the other button then. Everything's everything's small. He lives in a little like hobbit house. Now I just see myself. Okay, just forget it. I don't know. Click the other one then. I have four split screens. James, have you ever seen the? You ever seen the borrowers? Yeah, I see this. I see where this is going. Oh, speaker gallery. Now I got it. Okay, there you go. I got it. You that you were. This is actually much better, much easier to do. Okay, I got a new. I got a better one. Here we go. No, no, no. Hold on. I want that fucking piece of shit's name. Grant one five one seven. No, Grant. Yeah, yeah one five seven one. One five seven one. Wait. I don't think he's being <laughs> mean. I think he just said, you know, you're you're smaller than like James. That's all. Wait, no, you're... is the guy that just commented that? Uh, let me see. Oh no! Oh, where's this going? Don't do don't do that. Get it get it off the screen. I'm just but... asking. If that's. Yeah, that that's the guy. I don't think he was being mean. I think he's being, I think he's like, look, you're smaller than say James. Is it easier for you to be a bodybuilder than for James? So am I the smallest guy in all these podcasts? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Zero hesitation from everybody. <laughs> well, I just I thought about it real quick. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> all right, let's do one more question. We'll go. It's been a couple hours. Would you rather meet aliens and then give you all the 
well, it's just written wrong. Sorry. Would you rather meet aliens and them give you all the knowledge they have, giving you crazy success, or meet an angel and have them tell you the truth about the afterlife and what it's like in heaven? Wow, that's a good question. Purgatory or hell? <clears throat> and I'm going to swipe off this because that's our last question. Okay. I think that oh. second. I think the second one is a winner. The angel. Yeah, I'm with you there, bro. I mean, that would what fuck if, me because I don't believe I don't believe in an afterlife. So if the angel turns up, then I'm really fucked. What are you gonna do? What, okay, so they, that, they, that, that's a good question. So if you don't believe in afterlife, and somebody comes to you and says, "Hey, this is exactly what happens when you die," yeah, are you gonna be fucked? Or well, well, it, it depends. It depends if they put me in a fucking completely black room with nothing in it and close the door. Then I'm like, "Oh, I was right." <laughs> Wait, that's what you think happens? He thinks you just you close your eyes and that's it. I think the same thing that happens when an ant dies and a spider dies and a bird dies and a tiger dies and a cat dies and a human dies. Yeah, I don't know if I disagree with that. I think there's. Do you think, a... do you think, do you think energy is transferable though? That's what I was about to say. Is I that's where a... I'm like, yeah. I, I think... don't. I mean, I'm not religious, so I don't believe in God. I don't believe in uh, a di- deity. Um, I don't believe in a heaven and hell. So. That's as far as that. That's the, there, are things I do, there are things I do know that I believe in or, do, or don't believe in. The rest, mm. I'm like, I'm not sure about. I kind of with James on this one. I believe in the spirit energy. Mm. I, see, I'm, I you guys know I, I'm a big believer in God. So I fucking yeah. are you. You're a full like full blown religious guy. Dude, before the quarantine, I was at, I, at church every Sunday by myself. I had no idea. Yeah. Are you Christian or Catholic? Catholic. Catholic. Okay. Are you offended when people say they don't believe in God? No, I listen. I, 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 the, like we talked about in the, that um, the last episode we did, I said I don't care if what you believe or what you want to be. Just don't try to change. What yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah. Of course, of course. But I'm, but I'm just saying, as a really, as a religious. No, person. the only thing I think of is like it just. It's hard for me to think I can live a life and just this be it, and there's not more to it. Like that's for me. Like to think this is it, and like when I'm dead, that's it. For to me, is like a really shitty way to think. I, that's why I think children. So are so I don't think that's why I, I I have trouble. I don't. I'm not saying people have to believe in God. You don't want to believe in God, Jesus, whatever. That's fine. But to believe this is it. That James, I like. I wouldn't be able to live my life if I believed this was all that that was it. James, what were you going to say? No, I'm thinking that's why perhaps for many people maybe feel similar to Ben. Children are the most important thing because that's your that's what you leave behind to them. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I can see from both aspects because I don't know where I'm. I don't know where I'm at in the feelings, but. I'm not either one or the other, which means I can just sit in the middle and kind of debate. But yeah, I don't know. Everyone's entitled to their opinion. And listen, I, I'll, I'll say this: I hope I'm wrong. Can I? But I can't. I, I can't wrap my head around something that I can't rationalize and logically pick apart. You know. Mm. So I'll say it like this: So I have loved ones that have passed, <clears throat> and when I think of that, I think of spirit energy. Mm-hmm. But when I think of my own mortality, I can't see what's after. If that's, I don't know if that's fucked up or not, but I can't see what would be next. I can't, I don't like envision a life where I've passed and I can see everything going on and I'm actually still part of everything mm. in some, in some different form. Mm. So I guess in that sense, I kind of believe what Ben believes, but at the same time, I do believe in like Isn't a it kind of shitty to think that like people that you know that are like passed away, like my grandparents or friends, like that, that that's it. But that's why I said, I believe that's why I just said for people that I know, like my yeah. father, 
I believe in a spirit energy that they're with me in some way, some feeling. Oh, it's a but, tough one. But when it comes to myself, I have a hard time imagining what that looks like. Yeah. I, I had to and fro. Like I since my mom like died, it's like there's days where I'm like, she must still be around. But then there's other days where I think it's final and it's like really hard to kind of contemplate. You know, some days I just think that is it. It's it's it. And now I need to just live my life. But in other yeah. days, I, I I fall out and I feel like I need them there still. You know, it's really, it's a hard one. It is a hard I do one. Think, I do think that, and, I, and I'm not, this is in no way me going one way is right, one way is wrong. No, no, of course. I, I think it's much easier for the human mind to, to conceptualize that there is something else and that, that's a much nicer frame of mind to think. I wish, I mean, I do wish... I had that in me to, to believe that sometimes because I'm like, oh, like it would make things just less miserable think, and dark. I think a lot, I think a lot of that, I think a lot of that comes from your company as well, though. Like, if you choose to do the things like guy, go visit church, spend time around people who have those feelings, you start to actually feel a certain way. So maybe it's an environment thing as well. But, but, but I was raised as a Catholic. My parents mm. are very religious still. Okay, and I'm, sure. I tell you where I fucking live now, I'm the odd one out and then yeah. some. I'm in deep Texas. He's fucking God. Country. Oh, they're very, it's God country over there. Yeah, yeah, Can I tell you, I don't, uh, I don't think this, it doesn't hurt my feelings or seem miserable at all to think this is it. I love my life. And I'm well, like, that's the thing. That's why I, I don't, and I don't, I don't need, I don't need there to be an, more. I don't, more. Yeah. Like if, no, if no, this, I'm just saying, this is I'm what I, saying. if this is what I get and this is what I'm given, I'm okay with it. doesn't feel miserable to me. I do feel like we no, but what I'm saying appreciate is, what we have. True. Yeah. Yeah. I, what I mean is, I think generally speaking, the human race has a easier time. It's a, yeah. it's a nicer thought process. Yeah, I agree. I, I, it sounds like I'm being condescending, which I'm really not, because my my like I said, my parents really believe in that, and that, and I, and I like that they believe in it because it gives them. Like my mum, if anything ever bad happened, my mum prays for me, and she tells me that because I know you don't believe it, but I prayed for you, and it makes her that helps her and i think that's a fucking really good thing and sometimes i'm like shit i don't have that i don't have that thing sometimes to put on because i don't have that belief system so sometimes mm. i feel like i'm missing out because i'm like i don't have that extra like it will yeah, but you also think... know, i also know people that believe in it but don't believe in it fully like there's people that believe in prayer but might not believe in religion or life or, or, yeah. or heaven or religion like you can still you can still yeah. pray. You don't mind. You don't have to believe the whole thing, but you can still pray for somebody. Oh no! no, no. My, my, no. When my mom prays, she thinks she's fucking talking. Oh, to she probably prays with the rosaries, like my grandmother used to, wrapped around her hand with the Bible. The Bible. Yeah, my, yeah. my mom. My mom does that. My mom's very religious, and she prays for me all the time. And so, okay, I how it, okay because I was brought up in a very religious. I went to CCD, which is like the Sunday school for years. I did all my stuff. I, I did stuff in church when I was in high school. And, you so your parents were very religious and you guys just I did I went to Sunday school. I remember how did, how did you just turn that like I, I can never I, just turned can it I, off. Can I tell you I rationalized it to myself like this? I feel like religion was created to control the masses. I don't feel like there's a real benefit to it. And this is just my own personal, so please nobody get offended. But like when when we say things like uh we talk about afterlife, you talk about heaven and hell and these kind of things. I feel like those are things created so that people live their life here in a better way because they are expecting that there's some type of reckoning afterwards. That's why I don't believe in it. I don't, I don't believe there's a reckoning. I don't believe there's like, I'm going to stand in front of 
God at some point and he's going to go, you were bad and you were good and you did this and you I don't did think that. It's really, I, I don't believe it. But, like that's how, but that's how people, but that's what people believe about yeah. the afterlife. Like if I was good, I'm going to go to heaven. If I was a piece of shit, I'm going to go to hell. And I don't. You're and I saying think, they, they try to do it as like a leveraging piece. I think that's why things are correct. Because if, if the way I see it, and this could be very, very simplistic. So I apologize for anybody who doesn't see it my way. But if you go way back before there was police and laws and fucking courts and all that, right? I feel like there had to be a way to control people from being from fucking anarchy. So they created the 10 commandments. They created fucking religion. They created not that there was religions before that, but I feel like these things are all created to keep people in line. Don't fucking kill nobody. Don't fuck nobody's wife. Don't fucking, they're all just regular common sense ways to live. Right. But it's a way to, to keep your population from going fucking ape shit. So you create this. Think about that. Think about all the things you just named that fucking most people still do. But I, I'm just saying, like, if you think about what, like, wouldn't it make sense to you that this is a way to keep people from being bad? Tell them. Right. That, and that, that, this that, is why. Like, if you tell them there are all these things that are going to happen to you if you do this wrong or that wrong or that, 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 then all of a sudden you have a, a, a whole group of people who are like, oh, well, I don't want to go to hell. I don't want to, I don't want to meet the devil. I don't yeah, want to. I could kind of say like, yeah, but the people that don't believe, that's kind of like fucking police. No. So... People, people that are here to tell you you're doing right or wrong, right? Yeah, but I'm saying before police, this is a way they could have controlled populations without having police, right? I'm talking way, go way back before police and structures and laws and jails yeah, but and- then why were there why would why would they segregate themselves because not just catholicism there's a ton of different religions so that's right they- but every religion has the same premise now you're, yeah, but, yeah, but you're, yeah but look at the look at the religious wars that go on and, and like well that's for a different that's but that's for a different reason that's because my religion might be well your religion's wrong my religion's right you have to- so why would you start something to follow to, to, to create well, because because i think that, or, or, or chaos because i think the best laid plans can be hijacked right so, like, it doesn't mean just because you created something that it's perfect. I'm saying for your tribe, for yeah. your area of the world where you live, you created this set of rules. And this was the way that you were able to implement it. We're saying, you know, this bad thing's going to happen to you if you break all these rules. See, it, I don't, so I'm, I'm not, so obviously I'm a Catholic. I, do Have I done things, I've done many things wrong. Yeah, of course. But, you know, you're, it's just... The way I was brought up is you just try to be a good person. You try to be as good of a person as possible, yeah, and follow you know the 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 word or whatever you guys want to call it, and just try to be a decent, good human being. And at the end of it all, you know it. it but it's not a, it's not like uh, once you get to purgatory, it's oh we're gonna let you in or we're gonna shut the door. No, and but go to hell, guy. A lot of people believe that without religion, there would be no morality. There's a very very large number of people that believe that people's morals are given to them and created through their religions and that if everybody was an atheist or if if there nobody believed in any type of religion or afterlife or god or that people wouldn't would inherently be immoral well that's that's so so this is where and as a father i'm not bringing religion into his life as such i'm not restricting it and i'll teach him there are there are religions not being told because most people are religious because of how they're raised, right? Their parents go, we are Catholic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now you're Catholic, right? Or whatever else. You don't need to choose. If you were born in fucking another country, you're going to be a Muslim. You're going to be a Jew. It's like, it doesn't really matter. My point being is, 
hey, you're going to be a good fucking person. I don't care what religion you believe in. I don't care what sexuality you are. You're a good fucking person. And that's my yeah. job. And I think if more people had that, I, so that's where I agree with food. Like, But those things tie together. It, but but also, I'm saying, if some people find strength in religion, if some people find morality in religion, yeah. that's a good thing. Yeah, it's great. Right? That's a fucking... Go yeah, that's why, that's why I don't think, that's why I would never say like, oh, you believe in religion, you're stupid. Like, if you believe in it, that's cool. I could be wrong. You could be wrong. Nobody knows who's wrong. And if it's helping you in your life, then fucking do it to the best of your ability. But guy, do you think that people would be inherently bad or anarchist or like, like shitty to each other if there was no religion? No, because you still have consequences of the law. Because a lot of the shit you do that's going to be bad in religion is bad in life and going to get you in trouble in life anyway. So you're kind of... Isn't that what Floyd was saying? Before... Being a rock and a hard spot anyway when it comes to stuff like that, which is why it doesn't really make logical sense to me. Okay, but let's say... That's what what Floyd was saying, right? But before... Feel free to fucking jump on my side at any time here, buddy. No, (laughs) That's what what Floyd was saying. Before, Before those systems are in place those legal systems are in place religion that's what he's potentially saying right they kind were of in took there it, as, took its place well, you got to think about how far back you're talking you're talking about fucking back when there was like fucking cavemen like yeah i'm talking man because there's been a religion of some sort around since the beginning of time right they used yeah. to pray, pray to the sun god or they pray to the fucking whatever they prayed to but there's always been a religion of some sort but i feel like that was the way where they kept people in check so listen, I'm not against religion. I, my, like I said, my mom's very religious and I wish I was like that. I just never, I never fucking adopted it. I never like, you know, my dad made me go to the mosque when I was younger, I, like as a Muslim, my dad used to make me go to the mosque with him every Sunday and Friday. And when I wasn't in school Fridays, mostly on Sundays. And when I got, when I turned 16, he was like, okay, it's your choice now. And I just didn't see it. Cause you know what? I had a lot of Muslim friends that are like breaking all the fucking rules anyway. Well, I would say this like my my sister married um, my brother in law, Joe, who they go to church every Sunday. But then there's my brother who got married. He's got two sons and they don't go to church often at all. I don't even think they go. Yeah. Then you got me who lives by himself and I go to church. You know, I haven't been during quarantine because <laughs> I just think it's pers- it's people it's people it's a uh, personal personal choice, man. I think I think humanity doesn't know all the answers and it's just trying to find their own. I just think that's it. I think it's as simple as that. I think we don't know, so we have to look somewhere for. I can be our honest answers. and say, do, do I know for a fact? Obviously, no. But does it give me comfort in exactly. doing what I do, going to church you. and believing what I believe? Yeah. If people want to believe that the fucking blades of grass outside is a higher power and they believe that that's an answer to whatever, and if that makes them fucking go to sleep at night and live a better life, then God bless them. Go ahead, go ahead, James. Finish what you're saying. It's, it's, it's that saying. I just think that we don't know, we don't know enough, and we have to just find our own ways. And whatever makes us, like Guy says rightly, go to bed at night and feel comfort and and and, and value, and wake up in the morning not feeling doomed, because we all know that life isn't forever. Um, you just have to cope in your own ways. And I suppose religion, whether it was made for reasons or not, it's many people's coping mechanism to life and. If it's not religion, it's something else. So, you know, it's all fair in my opinion. It's a shame that obviously we have disputes over religion. That shouldn't be the case. It should never be the case. But it's it's, it's present. But yeah, I, I don't think I don't think we know enough. I think we're 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 a race trying to find answers. We'll never know. We don't understand. I think that's much. pretty much the point of being a living life. Yeah, 
Yeah, you just just just, yeah, live, just fucking. I think really we, I, 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 yeah, I think we overemphasize so much. I think we don't realize we're fucking. We're just like a speck of dust in the grand scheme of this universe. We're on. We we, we occupy one planet among billions of planets in a small space. You know, it's just don't overthink it. So let me <laughs> we're, ask we're, you. We're, we're lucky. We're all any of us now who can breathe, see, smell, and taste are fucking lucky. So we went way deeper than the question, but which is fucking just what we do, I guess. What but was the, what was the question? The question was <laughs> the question was. <laughs> Would you rather live one day? No, the question <laughs> was if an alien came to Earth and said, "This is what your life is going to look like for the next," and tell you all the secrets of success. Or would you rather an angel come down and tell you what's after death? Well, I believe in aliens more than they believe in angels. So give me the aliens. Let's assume you're wrong and there's an afterlife just for the sake of this game. Would you rather hear from the angel or from the alien? The alien, because then I can live my life this way. And when the afterlife happens, I get the benefit of that as well. It's not like I'm not gonna get the afterlife. No, no, you don't know if there's an afterlife, you knucklehead. No, we're playing know, the game. I know. We're, say, we're so, saying there is for the game. Oh, no, yeah, I know. Yeah, so, yeah. So, so, so there is an afterlife, but I don't know about it. Fine, crack on because I'll I'll get that anyway. Yeah, he's right. James, hey, you want to know I, now I, or later? No, no, I just think it'd be a good film. I think someone should make this into a film. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think I think it'd be it'd have to be about three hours long, but you could do it. Christopher Nolan and Tom Hardy to do this. Guy, do you want to know now or after? I would tell the alien how to be successful. I want to know about the afterlife. You want to know about the afterlife? Yeah. You you don't know enough to be successful to tell the alien. What are you going to tell him? What are you going to tell the alien how to be successful? What what advice are you going to give the alien? Don't use beard dye. Look how good my beard looks. Look, (laughs) look, look at look at your fucking salt and pepper. Fucking looks like a skunk. Looks like a skunk. You know what? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Look at this. El Natural, fake. Look, this is not fake. It's beautiful. Fucking long. Fake is fucking fake as your muscles are. <laughs> we're all on fucking. We're all on massive amounts of steroids. You Why are you against steroids? You're against beard dye, but you'll take steroids. I don't get it. I never admitted to taking steroids on this podcast. Okay. <laughs> all right, guys. James looks tired. We're gonna go. Oh, it's food. I've got to train still. I'm training later. Oh, are you? I thought today was your day off. No, you end up oh, fucking Patrick. Is it like seven thirty? What time is it? There seven thirty. Oh, yeah, time. I know. So I'm gonna eat and then go drink. Okay, I'm sorry, man. Okay, guys. Oh, so good. I'm fucking pro body. Let me see bro. that again. Take a bullet. You can buy one of those manscape things, and she, you're see. so hairy. I've got small arms on this one. That's what makes James James. If you got a spot fucking... on my arm, I've got a spot. Look, is that from paintball? Oh, did you go paintball? Nah, nah, nah. What is that from paintball? You did a shot that high up. It's my um, it's my um, yeah, simple right in the fucking bicep. <laughs> Gotta need that shit, bro. Same, bro. All right, guys. <laughs> I'll see you next week. All, All right. right, bye. Bye, bye.